With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. If you run a small business or a big one, then you know how much time and dedication it takes. Every minute and every penny counts. They can't be afforded to be taken for granted, which is why Stamps.com is the superhero. For the last 25 years, they've been helping businesses like yours save time and money. So you can focus on your business knowing Stamps.com has all your postage needs covered with premium discounts and great rates. Yes, with Stamps.com, all you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale, so you'll have everything you need to get started. If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. And if you sell products online, Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart. And the savings running a business isn't cheap, especially when it comes to fulfilling orders for your customers. Luckily, Stamps.com has huge carrier discounts up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates. For 25 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, including us. We've been using Stamps.com for personal and business use for years. Set your business up for success when you get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code MOMDAD for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code MOMDAD. Your mom and dad. I wrote a song for you. You did? Yeah, this... A song for me? Well, we were watching Love is Blind, and I was inspired. Oh by God. these two guys on there that were just so artistic and free and just like free to express themselves through the art of song. Okay. And I I just there was this this guy Kwame he had an amazing song called Real Thing. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, and I just felt like I wanted to sing you like a, just a short like my version of it just oh to god. express to you cuz I saw Chelsea's reaction it was visceral it was visceral, visceral. it was erotic it was it erotic. was real there was moaning there was all sorts <laughs> of sick sick dope stuff that happened so i just wanted to kind of see what transpired with this vibe all right so okay you, quick quick question you know how i feel about being serenaded right yeah it's your favorite thing yeah it's my most favorite thing and it doesn't give you the ick at all no not at all go ahead so i learned his chords and they're like these ones okay right and his his chorus was i just want the real thing I just want to, re- but mine <clears throat> is a little different. I hope that you can enjoy this. Okay. I just want to sleep in. <laughs> I just want to sleep in. I just want to sleep in, girl. I, I just want to sleep in. And this is my girl. I want to sleep in so you should take the child. <laughs> I want to play Zelda forever like a 
child I want to take you on the ride of your life And by that I mean I'll golf every weekend You know girl, when we get in the bed I'll pee all over you and make you lose your head, girl I'll guard your heart and make it so nice With me, girl, your life's a paradise I just wanna sleep in I just wanna sleep in, girl I just wanna sleep in You're welcome, everybody I just to, <laughs> Thanks for coming out Anyway, I, I didn't hear any moaning. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, I got to be honest with you. Uh, you sleeping in, not necessarily what would turn me quite on. Or any like, you know, uh, already being serenaded. Is this stretch my body? Yeah. I am shaking right now, but not yeah. for erotic reasons. Okay. I am. It makes me feel quite uncomfortable. It's a rage. <laughs> you're like, first of all, you're not sleeping in. You're getting up with him right now. Hello, everyone. That Welcome. Was Thank you Welcome so much. Thank you family. for coming out. Obviously, we're clearly going to be recapping Love is Blind yes. here, baby. Episodes yes. one through three mm -hmm. today. Mm -hmm. Wow. What a show. This show, it should just be called The Ick. It like, should it's just so, be called The Ick. It's so appropriate that we've been talking about The Ick previous to this show because I do feel like it's just a beautiful transition into what the ick is like on the the highest level. It's the IRL ick. Like I literally could not believe what I was watching. There's maybe two couples that I'm like, you know what? Well, yeah. you know, Tiffany and Brett. I'm yeah. I'm a stan. We yes. we ride for Tiffany yep. and Brett. But other than that, I'm like, there's so much it going on. I could barely. It was hard for us to actually watch yeah. the episodes together and take notes because I wanted to hide the entire time. <laughs> I was just like, where are these people in real life? Like I gotta meet people like this. I want to meet them all. I want to have a big old party after the series wraps. I want to have a big party, invite everyone onto the podcast at once, to just to pick up the energy of what's being. I want to be, I want to call it the. Ick, I want to have them hang out and call it the ick off. That's the thing. There are numerous people on the show that I do really like yeah, that yeah, I yeah. vibe with. But well, no, just because they're ick doesn't mean I don't like them. That's that's kind the, of the thing. thing. I'm not I saying that like because they do ick shit that I don't like them because of it. It's just. Dude, y'all are on <laughs> Olympic level ick. But you know what we talked about after we watched it mm. of what I would be like on the show? I am convinced that if I was on Love is Blind, that I would be, and Evan, you by the way, affirmed this, yeah. which was so rude, that I would uh, be- By the way, this is our, we, we went, this was an anniversary dinner. Yeah, on at the anniversary dinner, dinner, he let me very, know. <laughs> a very cool restaurant. <laughs> took me to a gorgeous restaurant. And then when I said, you know what? I think I would probably be one of the cringier characters on Love is Blind if I was on there. And Evan said, probably can confirm that. And I'm like, how romantic. <laughs> Because, listen, I think on camera, under the pressure of reality TV, she might turn it up. And I think they could capture some ick moments. Since these people are in a pod for hours together, I think at some point uh, the nerves and the adrenaline would hit you and you'd do some ick My stuff. adrenaline would be so through the roof in a room alone, yeah. like with cameras on me. I'd be feeling the need to perform and really like give it my all for the yes. people. I'm like, people are watching this. I want to yes. like give them a show. And without anyone there next to me to regulate me, yeah. that's the thing. Like on The Bachelor, I feel like I could handle it. I'm like with a bunch of these women. We're becoming really good friends. There's like a good vibe. But I'm alone in a pod. No one's there to regulate my drama through the roof. 
Through the roof. Through the roof. I'd be the cringiest person on the show. So I don't blame the people for being cringy on the show, even though some of it is like the serenading. It's a lot of... Why so much serenading? The serenading was... First one was bad. Sec- or was it? Which one was Kwame, the acapella? Who Kwame, was first? Was Kwame first. Or Kwame second? was first with with the real thing, which he was, was. They it were was close. It was other. rough, but Zach's t- went to a whole different. The he was acapella. a worse singer than Kwame, and did it with no music. It so was, there wasn't even anything to possibly tie you down on like a note or any sort of musicality. And I can't just, lie, like some of Kwame's lyrics we were getting in there, I was like, okay, like we're flowing a little bit. The right. pitch is funky, but we're flowing. Right. Zach's lyrics, it was just like, there's no, there's not even like rhyming going on. No. It's just a no Blarney music. Stone. And What's a Blarney Stone? <laughs> it's like, I think over in Scotland or Ireland, it's like Blarney the Stone sounds like a Zelda thing. <laughs> like side quest, capture the Blarney yeah. Stone. You know what I mean? Shrine quest. <laughs> Release the Blarney Stone and get a, you know, a, a seed. This is unbelievable. Um, okay, hold on. Before we yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we got an announcement. We're gonna dive yeah, right yeah, in we'll pretty into soon to this, we'll this Love this. Is Blind because there's just so much to cover. But we do have to do a little housekeeping yes, before. Yes, of course. But of course. before we dive in, and thank you for that serenade, by the way. I mean, you no surprised moaning. me. I just I walked in I and I saw Lee. the guitar and I was like, okay. I didn't hear Lee or Jess moan. So no, it's fantastic. Know. Yeah. Okay. I heard well. a little moan from Lee. I can't yeah, lie. Yeah, I did. I did hear a little bit of a release. <laughs> totally subconscious. Yeah. <laughs> Lee's like, ah, oh, that's for me. I'm literally still shaking from, from cringe. Yeah. Like, I'm I sorry. I love you, but I just, I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, hold on. Let's take a quick pause. All right. Uh, listen, family. Spring is here, baby, which means it's time for some fashion switch-ups and risks. I love getting playful with fashion in the spring, and I think I want to hop on this whole ballet core trend. This Ooh, is hot right now, ballet this ballet core. core. I can't dance. Ballet. <laughs> but I do want to try the ballet I love core. that. Um, and you know the only ballet flats that I'll be wearing are Rothy's. Oh my God, I love Rothy's flats. Everything they have, honestly, is so cute. It's so versatile. And when I say wildly comfortable... That is no exaggeration. It's actually unreal how comfortable their shoes are. So uh, no break-in period. They have many different styles, and they are constantly releasing new colors and patterns. And everything at Rothy's is sustainably made with their signature thread spun from uh, single-use plastic bottles. Over 146 million and counting. These shoes are made to last. All styles are machine washable, so they keep looking great all year long. One of my favorite things about Rothy's, the second my shoes get a little dirty or drab, I throw my Rothy's right into the washing machine, and boom, they come out looking brand new and they are durable so durable the pairs i've had for years still look amazing and they feel like i just got them um oh and by the way they also have great tote bags so cute for stylish and comfortable shoes shop rothy's get 20 dollars off your first purchase at rothy's.com slash mom dad that's r-o-t-h-y-s dot com slash mom dad Okay, so we are going to be diving into Love is Blind. Yes. Like I said, we're doing episodes one through three, mm-hmm. and the plan is that we're going to just keep doing three episodes at once, unless yes. there's like a a one that's just, there's too much info. Then we'll, that we'll go through. Then we might, you know, slow it down. Yeah. But for right now, we're going to we're gonna dive into this. And I think we'll go couple by couple, too. Yeah, because that's the best way. Because there's just so it's much to cover. It's not like the cover. batch where it's like, it, it's more chronological. Yeah, it's, so we'll go over the couples, the triangles, all the of triangles, this. The triangles, yes. Um, and we have to do reality TV because I already missed The Bachelor. So yes. it's time to, even though Love is Blind is way spicier, let's it's be honest. It's so spicy, wow. It's way spicier. It's, it's just a, it's an ick, like goblet of spicy ick when we ended episode three i 
we had to watch the first five yeah. minutes of episode four. Like we couldn't stop ourselves. We had it was to an see epic it. We couldn't do the cliffhanger. So what we are attempting to do for everyone who is tuning in um, is that we are attempting to just watch those three episodes that we're going to cover and not go any farther than that. Yeah. Um, so what that means is that probably a lot of you are way ahead. Yeah. And so when we're talking about people that we might love or we might not like, well, guess what? We haven't seen all the episodes it yet. It might so change. It might change drastically, but we're going to try to just not see any spoilers yes. or anything like that and just give you our reactions over those specific yes. episodes that we're covering. And if you are ahead, hopefully this is fun to listen to because it's like, you're get to it's like you're getting to listen to people who are behind you and then you're you know something we don't know and you're like you idiots yes, how dare yes. you and hate if you're them. with us stay with us so we can be on the journey together <laughs> and please try not to send us any spoilers no spoilers because I'm really trying my best although over here. we did like you said we did watch the first five minutes of the fourth episode just so we could see the like you know culmination the of reveal. that final reveal we so, had to see the reveal you know apologies in advance if you haven't seen that but we have to talk about that. As well, I, so. I don't know if I can not talk about it. It's such a legendary it. moment. It's so. so out of control. Um, um, but before... Oh, we have an announcement. Yes, before we dive into the recapping, yes. we do have an announcement, Big which announcement. I'm very excited yeah, about. So officially starting next week, next week, we will be doing a second episode of the podcast every other week. So it'll be the second and fourth week of each month. Well, we're going to be doing a second episode and those episodes will drop on Friday. So we'll still have our Wednesday episode that at least for right now, we're going to be covering Love is Blind and then get into more reality TV. Yeah. Those will be our Wednesday episodes. And then every other week, second and fourth week, uh, we'll be doing an episode Friday. Mm -hmm. And those episodes are going to be a little more, have some fun people on to interview them, mm -hmm. um, do a lot more um, like call home type segments and answering any sort of questions. Different topics, different ideas. Obviously, if something goes off in reality TV or Batch Nation or something like that, that's like needs to be addressed, we'll talk about it. Of course. But, but they're uh, going to be a little more free It'll flowing. be the more freestyle. And I know a lot of people open. were asking, like, they want us to have conversations about more, like, relationship stuff, yeah. more woo, like, all that. Also, so, and guys, here's the thing, too. Some of you are like, wow, these episodes can get long. Like, we're in the two hour. Like, that's us cutting it down. Like, like <laughs> that's us trying not to go long. So we have so much to talk about and so many ideas and things that we needed to have another episode because we're mm -hmm. just always, like, trying not to make a five hour episode. So. Yeah. So we're starting with every other week. Yes. Second episode. We're starting with every other week and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm so excited. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary to you. We too. celebrated our anniversary. Well, last episode, we said it was our, our anniversary this week, but mm -hmm. we celebrated it last night just because you know how life is in a kid. Like when you have, Lee, listen to me. <laughs> when you have a child, all the traditional, like your birthday is celebrated on your birthday, your anniversary is celebrated on your anniversary, all that's gone. It's a, it's like a you'll little push more it tough. a month sometimes. Yeah. Like you'll just be like, how's how's like February of next year to celebrate yeah. this year's birthday? Is that sound good? You're like, you just like whatever works between work and kiddo. And you understand each other. You're like, guess what? You're busy. I'm busy. We got you the just kiddo. like what just, day works. Yeah. You just yeah. try to figure it out. Last night we went to, I took her to kind of like a fancy restaurant, so you know, fancy. it's like a special restaurant. So um, fancy. And, uh, she was killing me because like <laughs> she, we get in there and like they have this truffle pasta, you know what I mean? And it's like, and it said the name of the truffle on, you know, the, the thing. And you know, like, you know, like we don't belong when like we do <laughs> stuff like this, you know, we don't belong in the fancy restaurants when we're like, she's like Googling how much that truffle is. If you want to buy it by the pound, 
You know, and we're just like, whoa, that truffle. You know, you're like, look, and we're looking around being like, whoa, look at these rich people. What do they do? We're like, we'll take the salad. Thank you. Two waters and a salad. Thank and you. I, and I, um, after I Googled the truffle and saw how much it cost, that it was like 20 minutes of me going off about like, can you believe how much this could possibly yeah. cost? You yeah, know? it's insane. But it was just like, you know, when you just don't belong, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it was like if you, uh, you just like stumbled into the yacht club and you're like, Hey, what are you guys doing in here? And they're like, uh, this is members only. And you're like, sorry, <laughs> like, whoops. Do you guys rent surfboards here. <laughs> but we had a nice time. It was so nice. It was a beautiful time. It was so nice. And we've been, we, I feel like we've been slacking a little bit in the celebration. You know what I mean? So it was nice to kind of pick up. We've been kind of like, you know, yeah, like we, we've been playing, we, we've been let, playing loose. We've, we've been, been letting play, time go when it should be, when we should be enjoying times but together. We made it a priority and we had a beautiful, we beautiful need to get evening. more on top of date nights. We've definitely yeah. left that slack. Yeah. Like I think, Zelda's what's taken over That's true. because it has become a couple things. So has, like, you know what? And I will say it's a beautiful thing. I never thought that my love for Zelda would bring us together, but it really has. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> and um, I'll play Zelda. She'll just watch me. Makes and she, so she'll ask me now, can you play Zelda? I love it. Like, so relaxing. I mean, you know how many of you gamer guys would love <laughs> someone like this? Do you understand? <laughs> I, I believe me as a new gamer, I understand what kind of, you know, uh, well, how lucky I am to have someone who just wants to watch me play Zelda, you know, so, so relaxing. it's truly a match made in heaven and I'm grateful for you. What I wouldn't want to watch is you serenade me on a regular basis. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I can't. There was like multiple times during this episode where I was just like, <sighs> like I was sweating and like, I was just like wheezing. No, Evan like straight up looked at me and said, I don't know if I can recap this show because he was having such a hard time pushing through the cringe moments. You were struggling. It was like horror movies. Like, you know, when you have the covers pulled and you're kind of like looking through the cracks in your eyes and you're kind of looking, you're like, please don't pop out. Please don't pop out. That's how it was with some of these interactions. Yes. Very yes. brutal. But no, we had a, we had, we did have a lovely an absolutely mm -hmm. lovely anniversary. And here's the truth of the matter. Everyone who's listening, Evan and I are in a weird mood today. So Hop on board for the ride before the recap. We are in a weird, you and I both are so out of it, but like in a loopy way. Yeah. Well, because today. It's a lack of sleep. <clears throat> yeah, it's a lack <laughs> so of sleep. It's been a pretty crazy week and we haven't been sleeping and it's just been a lot. And so I feel like we're kind of getting like cabin fever, losing yeah. our minds, no sleep. It's insane. Okay. <laughs> it's absolutely insane, but we're alive. We're, th we're, th um, sir, thriving. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Oh, that is good, right? Yeah, it is. It's a. It's like when you're smiling through the pain. You know, everything. <laughs> <fine>. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I feel like I'm just astral projecting right now, yeah, and all uh, I can picture is the pods and love is blind. Are we just getting into this? Let's just get. get okay. Let's just dive right in. It's time to dive into Welcome, love everyone. is blind episodes one through three. Blah, I blah, always blah. think about the fact of the people that are on the show that didn't get like picked as like the feature couples and the feature people like I'm thinking these people are there for weeks and they're like pursuing relationships and they've had like deep conversations and spent 12 hours talking boom 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 and then like the you you know you've gone through this whole process and then you know you bring your family together months later to sit down and watch this episode you're so excited you got a l watching party and then you're not even shown or like I... you're shown lifting weights once or something like that. And then you're just like, wait, they, they, they cut 
my entire marriage out of this thing. <laughs> I got married. I had children. You're like, I did this for like possible acting gigs. Yeah, and now my like, wife is sitting next to me I who children. I don't even love. And they don't even show us. Now I got to get a divorce. It's going to cost me a fortune. <laughs> and we're not even on the fucking show. <laughs> Could you imagine? We moved in together. I spent my life savings on a house because we, they, they shot it. They wanted us to like they wanted the arc of us to buy a house together. I now own a house. I have debt up to my eyeballs. I'm living with someone I can't stand and they didn't even show me like could you imagine <laughs> they made me buy stock in the company. Okay, we've had two kids. I, I never wanted children. Now I have 14 kids. They made me take over Nick and Vanessa's role as host. My my new wife and I were there 24 hour days, constantly being interviewed, talking to all the other couples. They cut out all of this. They re-replaced us with Nick and Vanessa. They're and not paying me. They said it would be a great resume builder. Now I'm up to my eyeballs in debt. <laughs> Oops. And everyone I want to freak out. Like there are like I mean there were like there, there's people on that show who went weeks. Evan, I could not believe half of the cast we saw maybe 2 seconds of their faces. Like and even I I believe some of the cast we never even saw them at all. And right. when I say half, I mean half. I was just looking through the cast list before we started and I'm like I don't know absolutely do not know half of these people don't recognize them at all yeah and it's not to me it would be way gnarlier that gut punch than being on the bachelor because when you're on the bachelor you're there and again you're like interacting with people all the time and you're making friends and there's also this idea of like maybe i could get on bachelor in paradise so you're trying you're you're shooting your shot in those ways but you're also getting sent home via roses every couple days so then you're like okay if it's not going well i'm getting sent home love is blind those people are for 2 weeks 24/7 in those pods having to talk to people for hours and hours and hours on end, hours. forming relationships, starting love triangles, so much drama, one camera on you all the time. So you're convinced my story is going to be yes. part of it and you get nothing. Not only nothing, like literally you don't even exist and you can't even prove you were there. <laughs> You know what I mean? You're just at family dinners. Like, I swear to God, I was on the show and nobody believes like, you. They're you like, spent no, you were three months convincing your boss that, like, <laughs> believe me, I'm taking this time off. I'm going to be on this big show. It's going to be great for our company me. because, you know, <laughs> people are going to then be like finding out about our business, right. our startup together. And then you go on and you're not there. And then they fire you because you, they, they think you're lying to them. <laughs> They're Why like, you, you clearly just went to Cabo because <laughs> you're not even on the show. And he's like, I promise I was there. Now, I will say I do not believe that maybe I'm wrong. So please, people fact check me on this. But I don't believe anyone who gets engaged isn't shown. Like, I believe all the couples that get engaged. Sure. Are but I, per I, I prefer to think that they yeah, purchase oh, houses, they're married and they have two children and it's all not shown and that they're like, they did it just for the... They're the couples who the, actually end up working out and lasting yeah. for all time. Yeah, they picked the, the recklessness ones. But yes, that's that that was the first thing that... The first thing that stood out to me was that, was just like, holy shit, there's a lot of people that are not being shown on this show. And the second thing is I just want to say, I can't remember the last time I saw a show that had people in their 30s on it. 
I know. You know what I mean? Finally. Finally, we For get some regular people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone else is just, you know, models and 23. You know what I mean? Where is the regular guy? The regular 35 year old. He's on this show. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I'm loving it. You and, know what I mean? And let's make something very clear. Yeah. I feel like, you know, often on The Bachelor, they're casting everybody in their early 20s because I don't know. I don't know why mm -hmm. they do this. Clearly, there's plenty of drama with people in their 30s. Us 30-year-olds are wild. Let us be seen on television, <laughs> yeah. okay? We got nothing to lose. You know, we're in our 30s. We're like, this is, we're, we're actually trying to, to marry someone. Yeah. So I will declare my deep, deep love to this person in this yes. pod. I will do it. Yes. Watch it, it me. It is crazy. To, yeah, it is just conceptually as we dive into this show before, as it's like just discussing the concept of it is like, you know, we, we talk a lot about The Bachelor and how could these people fall in love with these people so quickly? It's only been three, four weeks, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, and then in this show, we're seeing like six, seven, eight days in, they're, they're saying, I love you. Mm -hmm. But they spend so much more time oh, than The uh, Bachelor yes. people hang, do with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, so by the time like hometowns are coming in, in the, in the Bachelor world, it's been less than five hours sometimes maybe maybe 10 hours total oh yeah that they've spent together versus these people have spent like three or four hours a day together consecutively yeah. potentially more potentially more so it's like it and actually, you're diving deep into like intense there's questions. no physical there's no sitting mm -hmm. there talking to producers for three hours like in the same way that you're like you're not flying around you're in the same place all day so it's a much more of a cabin fever element so your brain is a lot more there's no you know you're, you're just a lot more focused in yeah on yeah, you're the looking process. at a glowy wall the entire time. Yeah, all of a sudden now every time someone they see a glowy wall, they're turned on. They're just like, oh my god, <laughs> a wall, a fucking wall. Yeah, you've never been more hot for a wall in your life, dude. And <laughs> yeah, and you're and you're also stripped of the physical and 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 visual. So then you're kind of transported back to like pilgrim time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're just like back in the days when you <laughs> just follow me making this up on the spot but follow me you're kind of like you're taken back to the time when you couldn't just date in new york you know a date well, in there's the no city. swiping sure there's, well, there's like also endless. like you know you weren't able to date you would just like say hi to each other whatever once in a sure. while and that was the most erotic thing you got to do is just like wave at each other across the farm <laughs> it's true. you know what i'm saying so it's like it's kind of reducing you back to like this very basic element of the only thing you have is conversation and you can't even look at each other. So then like all the normal stuff you're used to putting, stacking people up against is stripped away. How do you think you'd do it in, in a pod? Um, I am a bad faker. Yeah, you are really bad. I'm a bad faker. If Evan is not vibing, like you, it is, is clear as day. You're, what you see is what you get. What you, you see is what you get from me. So if I'm being nice to you and we're having a vibe, it means I like you. If not, I'll just end up like leaving very quickly. So the pod <laughs> for me. You're just running out of all the pods. You're just sitting silently in every conversation. They're pulling a Brett where they're like, hello, hello, right. hello. And you're just sitting there. Yeah. So if <laughs> Playing beer pong by yourself. Exactly. So if I was on the show, what I would do is I would go in there and I would start chatting to these people and I would know very quickly if we're vibing Okay. and then I would just say, I feel sick. I got to throw up. <laughs> oh They're like, it's crazy. This Evan guy's always He's vomiting constantly. <laughs> Are they letting him stay? They're letting him stay here. I mean, he like, should he be quarantined? Like massive, He's got a massive virus. It's a digestive problem. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I would say I have to vomit. I'm like, oh, I do not feel good. I got to go. And then they, then I had a producer come in and be like, yeah, Evan's been vomiting bad. It's, he's really, really sick. And then go to the next date and do that until I found the one. And then sit, and then, then once I found the one, oh, I would kill it. I'd be there for eight hours talking. Yeah. How about you? I think you'd kill it. I think, well, in the, like I said, in this situation, I would be cringe TV central. Like, I think I would be good on the show because people would probably really hate watching me because mm. it would be so over the top of like my declarations of love and just like how I'm feeling. Yeah. And I'd be like crying in the pod, <laughs> be like oh up against gosh. the wall, <laughs> melting against the wall. Just like, just so drama once I'm in the pod. I think the second I'd leave the pod, I'd be like, hey girls. Like I would, right. I'd snap out of it. Um, I think I would do well, but I think that I would make an absolute fool of myself on television. I think- Cause I can push through. A rough conversation. No, you are incredible. I can push through a tough combo. I can't tell you how many times me and you have been together talking to someone and I thought, I got to get out of here immediately. (laughs) And then I look over and it's been an hour and Jess is still talking to them. And I know it's brutal, but she just pushes through being nice. And I was like, oh, it's great. What's that? And then I'm gone. Just because I know, I know what'll happen. If I, you'll see it on my face that I'm dying inside. Yeah, you don't. You can't hide it. You can't hide it. You can't hide it. You can't hide it. But the thing about the pods is, is that you can't hide it because they can't see you. But then you'll end up just being like, totally, yeah. They would just think you I have kind of like a grovelly, yeah. like sexy voice vibe yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, he's so mysterious. He's he doesn't so mysterious. Even say anything. He doesn't even answer my questions. Well, he's so, you know what's crazy? I love that he like doesn't listen to me. You know what's wild is you probably, with that strategy, you'd probably get a handful of people who'd be like, oh my gotta God. gotta figure him out. There's something about him so mysterious, so hot, such a bad boy. He doesn't even answer like, my questions. I don't questions. know, maybe. What? Were you talking to me? Honestly, it probably would work. For it some would people. work. I think it would work. I really do. I think it would work on my guy. I think she'd like that. I was just like, yeah, I don't care. Oh, on Micah. Yeah, yeah. probably. Like, I don't care. Maybe. <laughs> I gotta, I'm, are we done? All of a sudden, boom. They're just Engaged. Like, I don't know what he is. He's like a rock star. Is he, is he, who is this danger man? <laughs> I think it'd work. It's a decent strategy. <laughs> it's, a, it's not a bad strategy. It's a, not a bad strategy at all. Not a bad strategy at all. Um, okay. So should we get into the yeah, couples? Yeah, let's get into the couples. Let's get into the couples. Um, so... Let's talk Chelsea and Kwame first yes. after your real thing serenade. And we'll kind of, then we'll hop into a little bit of the love triangle yeah. vibes and with Micah and we'll okay. weave our way that way through the relationships and the triangles mm-hmm. of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so first we see Chelsea and Kwame. Yeah. And I have to tell you, the second I saw them in the pod together, I was like, these two are perfect together. Like I felt it in my bones. Yes. I'm like, I am getting... Both of them want to be motivational speakers. I'm getting like pastor and his wife who lead a church together energy. I'm like, these two are, they love watching like fitness shit together. I felt like it was the immediate correct fit. They are, I mean, not to bring back a Zach impersonation, but that kind of like like thing I was doing, they are the essence of like, they buy the seats at the Tony Robbins conventions. Oh, yes, 100%. They, they go to the like executive membership, gold level business conferences. They're yes. the people, you know, when you're like walking on a vacation and you see people with lanyards that just say like alpha business execu- <laughs> executive like course, you know, and they're all staying at like a holiday inn because they're all going to like the, the event center. They 100% are like, 
you know, I wake up every morning and I do an ice bath. Yes. And I and I and I and I have my incantations of positivity that I repeat to myself. And like even what she said, he's like, he's like, what's up, Chelsea? How are you? And she's like, I'm doing good. He's like, so what makes you tick? You know, it was just that kind of thing. And she's like, giving to others, you know, growing, thriving, increasing my bandwidth. That is what makes me tick. They are inspirational like, oh quotes. Oh my God. Like they are so They are like, inspirational quotes. Yes. Like a thousand percent. They met, they meet at a conference. They met at, at a, a conference. At a motivational conference to live bigger and better. I walked up to you, Chelsea, and I thought to myself, Tony Robbins was saying earlier, do you want to sit back, back and let life happen to you? Or do you want to <laughs> grab life by the, by the, cranium and split it open and eat the brains of your life. <laughs> but it is literally that crazy. Like I feel like that was like a funny like joke, but like they weren't far from that. No, well <laughs> later on in the reveal, she was just like, I want to smell him. I want to yeah. feel him. I want to be in him. I want to be part of him. Oh, I want to be around him. the sexual stuff when they're talking in the pot about what they want to do to each other sexually. I mean the, the level. So, okay. So the whole thing starts and I'm going these two, to their energy of like inspirational quote motivation ice bath vibes is yes. so on the same plane they want to savor every second yes. of life yes. there's that and then it got the the level of um heat in that yeah. pod was it was every time he'd say something she'd be like yeah <laughs> like, no oh my god you're a hundred percent right. Like, He'd be like, "Oh my god, this is getting god. way too spicy like, so quickly." When I get in there, I'm not gonna make. We're not gonna have sex. We're gonna make love, and we're not just gonna make love. We're, I'm gonna make love to your soul. And then she's just like, "Ah," uh, and it's just like, and she, and then, <laughs> and that's when she says, "I want to have a like." That is exactly what I want. I want to have a spiritual connection with my husband's body. Oh my! And I'm like, God. these two need to get married right yeah. now. It was so blatant to me, yeah. and also like his energy. Even though the, the serenade, cringe and a half. The way that like the declarations of love are yeah. made, cringe and a half. It's rough, but I feel like I'm like okay. I feel like I would be so over the top like this yeah. and trying to like weave a sonnet together. But he seems like the nicest guy. And honestly, then the way that I felt, and we'll get into it, but the way then that he handled Micah's breakup, mm -hmm, even mm -hmm. though then he went back in his, uh, the male pod and was having a rough time and crying and like kind of coming for Paul, which I did not mind. He was very gracious with yeah. Micah. You totally, know what I mean? Totally. I felt like he's just a positive, good guy who just wants to enjoy life. Right. But the thing about Kwame too, is that when we hear him talking to Micah later, he really wants affirmation of his yes, love. Yes. He wants affirmation like constantly from his partner and he wasn't getting that with Micah. Um, and that might be a, have been a little bit of a tease right, for him, right. but he is getting that with Chelsea. Chelsea, another person that seems like a really wonderful woman, yes. but she is very direct with him. She yes. is letting him know you are everything I could ever need, want and desire. Yes. My body is pulsating for you. I'm going to let you know you are like the only one that I am here for. She's <laughs> thrown in those moans every once in a while. And so it seems so clear to me where I'm like, Kwame, 
why are you interested in Micah? Oh, You've got yeah. your wife in front of you. Yeah, but that's... Now, I don't know once I saw the reveal how Kwame and Chelsea are going to go, but, but in yeah. the pods, I was like, this is wife. Well, he hits me as someone who is extremely sensitive mm -hmm. and has spent a long time listening to podcasts and motivational speeches to be... I'm going to charm you. I'm going to say the perfect things. I'm going to write the song. We aren't just going to have sex. I'm going to, you know, make you my temple that I am going to go into <laughs> and, you know, bury my remains in. And we will be, you know, a sarcophagus of love. Like, it's just so over the top. But like deep down, he's just a sweet, sensitive guy that wants to be loved. Yeah. And so he can get kind of spit, they like can get kind of chewed up and spit out by the wrong person. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So it's like the fact that he's susceptible to the Micah situation just showed that he like, he came and he's like, how come you don't love me as much as Chelsea yeah. does? You know, like that was the real him. It was that just was, a sweetheart yeah. that's like under the, you know, then Micah's like, knows how to really play some games. And Ooh, so, yeah, she does. you know, he didn't stand a chance, you know, with that. And then, but Chelsea remained ever. Yeah, and Chelsea cool. was just solid. Oh my God. Rock okay. solid. Let's get into it. We yeah, have to take yeah. a quick pause. Okay. Quick pause. Um, family, listen, let me tell you something. If I was in one of those pods and wasn't feeling anyone, you know what I'd turn on. And that would be Dipsy because wow, if you're in the mood to get in the mood, I will tell you what the Dipsy app is full of short, sexy stories and it is the way to go. Transport your mind to a world where you can relax and treat yourself to your deepest desires with Dipsy. Dipsy's sexy audio stories bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. And they have got all sorts of stories and scenarios, everything from second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings and hot and heavy hookups. Yes, absolutely. They are hot and heavy. You'll even hear some celebs you might know on some of these stories, and they are very inclusive. And guess what? New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Oh, and also, they have sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories you can read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or heat things up with a partner. Mm -hmm. wow. <laughs> For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash mom dad. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash mom dad. Dipsystories.com slash mom dad. So here's the truth. When I am having a busy day and rushing around, I feel like I can end up settling with what I'm eating. I just throw whatever snack is left in the cabinet in my mouth and I'm not happy about it because it's not delicious or satisfying but I don't have to worry about that when Daily Harvest is around. Daily Harvest keeps me well-fed with easy-to-prep options so I never have to settle. And by the way, when it is in our house, there better be a lot of it because we're all arguing over who gets it. Evan is a thief and eats it all most of the no time. No question, <laughs> not denying it. Daily Harvest delivers delicious smoothies, flatbread soups, harvest bowls, bites, and more built on organic fruits and vegetables all right to our door. With nourishing options for any time of day, Daily Harvest keeps our freezer stocked with good food that's always ready when we are. And the best part, no shopping, chopping, or heavy lifting ever. And now that we are talking Daily Harvest, all I can think about is eating one of their sweet potato and wild rice 
hash harvest bowls. They're unreal. Yes, those are so, 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 so good. Honestly, I could eat their mint and cacao smoothies 24 hours a day. They're so delicious. Uh, Here's the thing. By working directly with farmers, Daily Harvest can source the best ingredients, freeze them at peak ripeness to lock in flavor and nutrients, and they never use artificial preservatives or ingredients. And by supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil, and by delivering food in recyclable and compostable packaging where possible, Daily Harvest does the work, so all I have to do is eat and enjoy. Stop settling with your next meal and try Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash momdad to get up to $65 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash momdad for up to $65 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash momdad. Okay, but yes, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Chelsea is a woman who is going to like stand by your side and work through the tough stuff. Yes. Because she's clearly so over the top vibing with Kwame. Yeah. And then when she finds out about what went down with Micah and how he was like going to then be all in with Micah and then Micah shut him down ultimately, when they when Kwame and uh and uh Chelsea had that conversation, yeah. I mean in my opinion, the way that she processed that was so healthy, so healthy and understanding. Yeah. Like communicated with Kwame, this is how I'm feeling and this is how I'm feeling rejection and hurt, but I do really care about you and we're going to have to now kind of make this a slow burn. Man, I... that would be so hard. I struggled with that. I yeah. thought to myself like, <laughs> we were talking about this a little bit where it's like, okay, Imagine you see two people Mm -hmm. and you don't really know anything about them, but you see one and you go physically my type all day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you start hanging out with them. And then the one who is your type rejects you physically or even personality wise, but just says, I'm not interested. Yeah. And then you kind of by default, give the other one a chance, realize, holy shit, I didn't give you a chance because physically we we weren't initially the most connected, but now I'm seeing what, who you are and it blows my mind. Right. Now we're married and everything's great. This is much gnarlier because it's saying, I know. it's saying I chose someone. He's saying I chose someone else on a soul level. Like I chose their personality yeah. and who they are over you without even seeing you. So now when he comes back to her, it's, there's no, like I was thinking in my head, there's nothing you could say to me. That would make me go back with you because I'm going, you were, you chose someone else on the cellular level, not even on the surface level, not even on like a, a, um, you know, a judgment level of just, I saw you from across the room and that person's more my type than you, whatever. I don't, I wanted the other person on the you level. Totally. So for her to even be open to like being okay with this blew me away. And for him to actually be even try, like I wouldn't even try (laughs) if I had rejected someone based on their whole soul. And then I wouldn't even try to come back and just be like, Hey, by the way, so how you been? Yeah, it just didn't really work out as as in that she rejected me entirely, but I would have, I was supposed to propose to her, but I would have gotten rid of you in a heartbeat for her. But then she rejected me. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, I was willing to, yeah, you're right. I was willing to early propose to her. Mm -hmm. She rejected me. So, uh, what do you, what do you, how are you doing? (laughs) And then she wasn't like, never talked to me again. She, She obviously ended up meeting him. So, and then on a, in addition to that, if you know the show, you know that you're all going to be in a room together hanging out. So you know that Kwame, the guy that you like that know. rejected you on the soul level, is going to be hanging out with his 
true love in a day. <laughs> I that, See, that's what I'm feeling very nervous about with these upcoming episodes is when they all are together in person. There's no question. If he finds Micah very attractive, there is such a good chance, and I apologize to anyone who's been who's ahead of us, there's no chance he doesn't see Micah and have a feeling again. I know. I know. I'm feeling very nervous about that. But just from like a... For me watching as a viewer, I was very, I admired the way that Chelsea handled everything so much. I, it was because so next level. I'd be out. Those I'd Tony be like, Robbins conferences are paying <laughs> off because, paying off. because I would be out because clearly she's like, gone. this guy is worth it enough to me that I'm going to communicate with him how I feel. And I'm not going to be like immediately like, oh my God, yes, no worries, but communicate, hey, slow burn, let's keep talking and understanding that sometimes you get caught up because I think clearly what happened, I believe, maybe I'm wrong but I believe with the Kwame and Micah situation and with the Zach and Arena situation that these are two men who ended up choosing two women who were making comments that are kind of like, I don't know, but do you really like me? And kind of teasing and playing the game and putting that bait out. And these guys just took it and got so like, oh my God, they're just more mysterious and they're harder to get and there's more drama. And I'm just like, well, therapy is what's needed <laughs> for these men in the process of why we're choosing this person over this person yes. likely. Um, because again, clearly it's not physical. It's just emotional. And you're yes. hearing the Micahs and the arenas playing games the whole time. It also shows, it also shows to me with the show that like your strengths and weaknesses, which is like some people are really good in this setting. Mm -hmm. Some people might need to see you and see your eyes to talk to you and kind yeah. of know how to be certain people don't need that. And are like, it's like people who are amazing over the phone. Or people who are really good, like dating over text, yes, like on Tinder or something, and they know exactly how to talk to someone, or they're bad at it, but they would be in person good. Clearly, people like Micah are really good at knowing what these guys like, and and will pull them in it and make them feel like my general feeling about the whole thing mm -hmm. was that they're amazing at creating scarcity. They're yes. amazing at making them feel like if I don't make a choice right now I will lose this person yes also I felt like Micah um felt very casual in the pod yes. like it was Not very desperate. like kind of joking around more loose than getting really serious quickly um but I, I just, you know, from the Chelsea perspective, it's like, okay, this woman's clearly very into Kwame and instead of having a full mental breakdown on the women's side because if I was Chelsea and I saw Micah, with that smirk walking around, oh joking about shit with Arena, I'd be like raging, raging, raging about it. And she had this moment where she even sat with Micah and Arena and was kind of like, you know what? Sometimes people can be mean and they're upset about things that are going on in their own life. And I was like, you tell them, queen. That <laughs> was the therapy queen. moment there. She was like, I've done lots of therapy and I know this is how this can work out, which is like, you know, if you were making fun of people, basically you're insecure kind of concept. Yeah. And, and she handled it so well. I was very impressed. She wasn't rattled. No. And it was like, you saw that thing of like, some people are not bent, meant for this like competition level thing. Chelsea can handle it. Chelsea was solid. She was able to kind of recover, not take it too personally, be willing to be open. She seems to be the person that, I don't know, she seems strong, but also just very willing to be open to the process. Yes, and I want her to find love. Yeah. So ultimately, Kwame, with an original song. Um, I want the world. <laughs> my favorite thing about 
thing about it was at first he was like, <laughs> he sat there and he's like, let's write a song together. I don't know. Let's call it a real thing. And he taps the guitar. Like like he's thinking and then he hasn't written this entire song before. And then all of a sudden he starts playing. I'm like, the man's got, he's got chords and he's got lyrics and chorus. And he keeps looking down at something. So I'm like, I don't think we're writing a song together, my guy. I think you wrote the song beforehand, which, you know, God bless, even though I hate a serenade, but writing a song together. But she sure, she loved every second of it. She like reached climax while it was she's like, Yeah, she's like, Kwame, don't stop. I mean, he's just like, I want the real thing. He's like, yes. It was like crazy, dude. So like it was if, just- like, no, Listen, I'll be honest with you. If that's what it takes out, out in these streets right now, is all I got to do is sing a song out of tune. Like, babe, be nervous. If all I got to do is barely singing tune, <laughs> fumble on the guitar, one of the corniest songs of all time, then it's like, dude, the world's my oyster. <laughs> I don't think that's the case, but I'm just saying, if it was, my God, I would be a god. <laughs> well, she she lived for it. She absolutely lived for it, and that ended up leading to the next day, which was the proposal where he compares her to how he's wearing tan khakis today instead of his typical black jeans. And yes. he was giving her all the oh, words. God. And uh, like, you know, it's crazy is I usually uh, wear black jeans, but today I couldn't find them. So I put on khakis and I thought to myself, sometimes the world, sometimes the world gives you something different that you're not ready for. And, <laughs> man, I look good in these khakis. Anyway, will you marry me? It was what? very much like a pastor analogy. <laughs> it totally was. <laughs> you know, when I was putting my pants on this morning, what I was thinking about was, yeah. wow, it's very similar to how you're like this pair of pants. Yes. And our relationship has been like this pair and of the pants. And music's going behind and behind you. <laughs> and she's like, yes, yes. And they, they get engaged and yes. I believe that Chelsea like knows this man. Yes. Like I feel like she's throwing out facts about him. Like she knows this man through and through. Now this is what I'm nervous about. So I'm watching this the whole time going, this is, this is husband and wife. Sure. They're meant to be together. And I can't believe I'm like, Kwame, no, not Micah. This, this is your person. Yes. Reveal day happened. Yes. Now at first they run up to each other they seem both very thrilled with how the other person looks. They're mm -hmm. making out. Chelsea was overcome by her desire for Kwame. And it was, a, it was very randy. It was <laughs> intense. I felt like I shouldn't be watching it. I felt like it was a very personal moment. It was just hella horny, dude. <laughs> <It was. laughs> she was horned up. Listen. She was, they sat together and her hands were everywhere. She was, she was breathing him in. Well, she, she said, was like, I just want to smell him. And she was like all over his neck. And I'm nervous now a little bit yeah. because at first Kwame seemed down. And then all of a sudden I felt like I saw a shift in him where it was like, this might be a little more than I expected yes. this intense energy. Yes. And, sh and, then she, it was a little bit like, are you going to stand up and propose to me? Like, who's the one who's in power now? And I'm like, is yeah. this going to be Kwame's thing? Maybe he'll be like, hell yeah, I've got my woman and we are going to be rolling in the sheets 24-7 together. But I felt like his energy shifted. It's interesting. I feel like Chelsea is like, I don't know, like, like re refreshingly uninhibited. Oh, a hundred percent. In the way that she's just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play games. I'm no. not gonna hide my feelings. I'm not gonna create a, a level of 
of of tension. No, she's just I'm gonna... just giving in fully, not realizing that like there's a thing called the game and that people are out there like used to playing the game. His brain, which I what I think is gonna happen, is he's gonna go, you know when certain people shouldn't be given everything right away? Yeah. And he's gonna get this I got this in the bag. So it's not exciting anymore. Okay. It might be a little bit of that. Yeah. Because what did Micah give him? The excitement, the fear of losing her, the like, I got to win her over. He didn't really have to win Chelsea. Like right away they were vibing and then it was over. Then it, he had her locked. Yeah. So he'll be attract. I think, I think he's going to be attracted to the mystery. Yes. I, I, I agree with you and I feel nervous because I, I'm on, I feel that exact same way about Chelsea. I feel like it's so refreshing. I'm it's living like, for the fact that she's like, I got to know this man. I put in the effort and the work and we went through the tough times and now I am ready to get this thing goddamn going and I love it and I live for it. I'm nervous though because I'm seeing an energy on him that feels a little like deer in the headlights yes. vibe. So she was alive She for was him. ready to go. She was breathing him in. Bre- <laughs> literally was- breathing him. She like, eyes were rolling back in her head like sucking in his neck. There's like... <laughs> and he's like, totally. <laughs> like it was funny because like I thought he would be over the top and then she one up him big time. I know, I know. Anyway. So we'll see. So I'm feeling a little nervous about that. A little nervous about that. Um, okay, but before then, obviously, they had their proposal and they officially got engaged yeah. and are traveling on their way to Mexico. Kwame was talking to Micah. Yes. Micah, Micah, Micah. Wow. Well, I think we all are aware of how Micah yeah. <clears throat> has interacted on this show. Yes. Um. Not the kindest person in the world, mm. that's for sure. Mm. The Micah and Irina combo Oof, was a rough one. really rough to watch as a viewer. I'm like, I I love drama. I didn't want to see it anymore. I'm like, this is actually getting me like really, really mad <laughs> as a viewer. And if you got bullied at all in your life, trigger city. Oh, a thousand you know percent. I mean? It's like those two, Micah and Irina met up and they had this duo. And the fact that it wasn't even just about the women that they were quote unquote in competition with. Yeah. There was a moment where Irina was on the couch with Jacqueline, who's not interested in any of the guys that they're interested in. And Irina was like, quote unquote, comforting Jacqueline as Jacqueline was like seriously sobbing. And Micah walks in and they both start giggling about how like ridiculous it is. Yeah. And it was just, oh, it was well, horrific It, it to watch. feels almost like um, they are from a movie. It didn't. It was very much like a movie. It didn't feel like it was real. I'm like, no. is this a bit that's going on? It's too on? mean to be to it's be real. It's too mean. It's too mean. Because you got Micah, who's like the the leader of yes. their friendship, and who's a mean girl. Mm-hmm. But Irina is someone who clearly has her whole wanted her whole life been wanted to be accepted by the mean girl. So she goes above and beyond. More over the top. Way more over the top than Micah does in order to make Micah like her and bring her in on like, are we, we're friends, right? But it's brutal to watch. And it's so tough to watch that even Micah has moments of, you could tell being turned off from Irina being like, damn, that was kind of gnarly. Like there was a couple moments when like, Micah even was with just like, Amber when Amber came in crying. Well, Micah was like, "Oh, is she okay? That seemed sad." And yeah. then Irina was like, "Ha ha ha, idiot!" And I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, Irina! Like so- you're going too heavy. Like you you don't have to be accepted by Micah. It's okay." Because it's like even Micah when when Bliss was having a conversation and crying about the fact that she was it Amber or Bliss that just got broken up with Amber. Amber had just got broken up with. So Micah had just found out that. 
Paul, the guy she's with, broke up with Amber. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to see what Amber was saying. So then Irina goes over to like put her head against the wall. And you literally hear Amber bawling her eyes out. Oh, my God. Sad about the fact that someone that she loves just broke her heart. And Irina is laughing. Laughing. Like, it's one thing to, like, spy on someone and be, like, gossiping. But it's another to be, like, laughing at people's sadness. Oh, it was, it was like, really mean. It's like, l- truly mean. Like, it wasn't like, oh, here's Bachelor drama, and you don't really know what's going on, so right. maybe there's certain things. This, I don't know how, this, I don't think this could have been edited uh, in a way, I don't know. I, I don't believe that this was edited to make them look mean. I think that we were seeing what we were getting in that situation. And I'm actually very nervous because obviously Micah and Arena both got engaged. And so now they're all heading to Mexico. And I'm nervous about the two of them together with everyone else. Oof. I feel like it's going to be really rough. I felt like they needed to be separated yeah. because if I this think- this school, they should be separated. They should be separated. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like just a little bit of the murmurings online is like there was a lot of like Micah's a Micah's mean, Micah's brutal, which is there are brutal elements to Micah for sure. But Irina to me is is the final boss of mean oh, compared 100%. to to Micah. 100%, 100%. Micah might be the architect of the mean vibes, but Irina is like she is like the loyal, trusted right hand person that does all the dirty work, and it's yes. like really bad yes <laughs> if i if i was yeah it was bad it's like if you have in in all the movies where you have the villain and the yes. sidekick in the side it's kicks, like the sidekick's yeah. meaner than the villain yes. in this situation yes. the initial mean vibes were micah mm-hmm. and then arena really came out and said oh you thought you she's the champion i'm gonna show you some mean moves oh. it was really mean yeah like i said it's, I, just, it's just the laughter that that was not I really enjoyed these three episodes. I did not enjoy that drama at all. That was really triggering and really upsetting. I felt very much back in high school and I could literally pick, I knew exactly who those two girls were and I won't say their names, but I was like- their names are. (laughs) And if they have an Instagram, Here's their handle. (laughs) But that was very much what it was like watching. I'm like, are we- all seriously in our later 20s and 30s and this is it, going on right now? It was now? very 12, 13, 14. You can't sit They're with us. definitely the type of vibe where I was watching it and going, I wonder how many coworkers are back at home watching this and oh. they're like, yep, they're getting exposed. This is what it's like working next to them. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, so Micah is then talking to Kwame at first and Kwame is like, yeah. we see him later saying to some of the men, I walked in, started talking to her. That was my soulmate. Wow. Like, we have this deep connection. Um, I'll be honest with you, between Kwame and Paul, when Micah was going back and forth, I wasn't sure at first who I thought she was going to end up with. Later, it felt very clear that it would be Paul. But at first, I thought, okay, I can't quite tell because I felt like she was giving similar energy to both. I felt like it was very much... We're playful, we're having a good chat, and then I'm gonna throw out like, are you talking to other women? Are you feeling a better connection with this person or not? Um, That was kind of the energy that I feel like she was at with both Paul and Micah, which was interesting because I felt then both had similar reactions. With Kwame, she kind of was like, well, this is where I'm at. And with Paul, she was like, well, this is where I'm at. And both for her said, I'll leave the other person. And we'll we'll move forward now. Her initial conversation was with Kwame. Mm-hmm. And 
they he expressed to her you're not giving me enough affirmation in this way and she um she basically just told him like is it that okay i'll give you more that i understand you know kind of vibe basically kept him on the hook basically being like i don't know if i want to back up or i just like the affirmation but i'm loving this and i don't want to lose you Yes. So what if Paul doesn't work out? I don't want to. F- it was literally kind of felt like that. It was oh. almost like and Kwame, I need a second car just in case my first car breaks down. And Kwame, hundred percent, Kwame came in and was like, "I have a strong connection with another woman." Yeah. And Kwame then says, "If I was to write down the perfect girl, it would be you." And I'm like, "Kwame, what are you doing? What are you doing?" Yeah, you Kwame's have- so easy to read too. He comes in, he's like, "I'm actually kind of having a connection with someone else," and she goes, "Oh, really? Well, he's then you should go with him." And, and then he's he's just like, "Well, I wouldn't if you loved me more." And she's like, "Well, I love you more." He's like, "Fine, I'll ditch everyone." I know for you and it's like dude like could you be more like obvious oh, the cards closer to the chest and my we guy thought Paul was more obvious too we, we thought Paul was more slick yes and then he falls for the same thing same thing he's kind of going you know there's some other people I got to figure out what I'm going to do and she's like oh okay well um I was really hoping you would say that you liked me because I think I like you the most he's like never mind I'll ditch her immediately <laughs> I like you the most it's like what is with this girl because I'm not seeing anything in the pods I know, that I'm is creating any it. sort of electricity the but- only thing I'm feeling is the casual nature that, she, that she's not desperate for it. So then they kind of feel like, whoa, like I feel she, like she just I kind of win would, her over. And she'll give them shit a little bit like in uh-huh. a more playful way where she'll be like, oh, okay. What, you have tons of options, nerd, and kind of laugh. Like she's kind of poking at and him Paul a little bit. Paul mentioned her like sultry voice. So maybe she, to them, they, she has kind of like a hot voice, like a hey boy. So I then think, they're kind of like, whoa. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. I think she's got a voice that is like sexy voice. Yeah, and and so they're like, envisioning, they have a specific vision in pods, mind. They're in the you know, and they're just like. And so they're like, I have a way better connection with this other person and we're getting way deeper, but I hear sexy voice over here and I gotta know what she looks horny like. Horny in the pods. <laughs> you know what I mean? You start to get, you're just like, what is that? Pod sex. Pod sex. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so no, um, I think she he, had something that kind of just made their in, imaginations but go wild. He then asked her uh, if she sees them making it. And she says, I have someone else, but it's a slow burn, but I can see a future with you. He's thrilled. And he literally tells her, I want to propose now. And she, her mouth is on the floor. They're just a few days in. And then she brings up her slow burn relationship again. She's like, I think I need to know beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yes. Right. And then Kwame handled that. I thought very well. He was like, oh yeah, who am I to tell you to cut out a connection? Um, And she said, I, you know, I want to make sure for your sake that like, it's for sure. Yeah. And to her credit. Yeah. I would. Yeah, he jumped do, so far. I would do the same thing. I'd be like, oh, hold on. I'm still talking to two people. And even though maybe you were a little farther, uh, let's just slow the roll a yes, little bit. Yes, you can't blame her all the way for this. Because it's no. like he was so desperate for her. Yeah. That like she basically goes, oh, I thought we had a good connection. But I mean, she definitely was manipulative in in that like the fact that oh, she course. didn't go. Um, because she was even saying like Kwame, like I heard you're talking to another girl, like what's going on with that kind of vibe. So he's trying to get her to, to, you know, or she's trying to get him to like be on the hook. She gets him on the hook, but he should have played it cool more. And instead he literally goes, I'm willing to, I'm willing to (laughs) ditching it all. Like with like in five minutes, he goes, I'm talking to someone else and they're really blowing my mind. Five minutes later, he says, I'm willing to propose early right now Which to you. Which is going to be a probably a mind fuck for Chelsea yes. if they are still together watching this 100%. now. 100%. Because he was like, I'm throwing it all away yes. for her. Also, something that I noticed 
was as soon as Kwame and her were done and he like proposed, she went right back to Arena and they were like laughing about it. Like, wow, he's out of his mind. Yeah. Like, wow. But in the pod with God. him, she was like, I so appreciate it. But I'm, you know, and then she went and I felt like she was making fun of it with Arena. So I don't even know. Are you about the breakup or him just being obsessed with her? No, him just proposing early. Yeah. And so that made me think, I don't even know if she was really vibing with Kwame or if it was just like, um, I don't think I so. Do, I do think that it was like she hadn't vibed with Paul yet. So she was like, well, I don't want to get kicked off the show. So let's just kind of keep this energy going. Mm -hmm. I think she's, she seems like she's someone who's very used to just keeping guys on the hook. Yeah. And, and giving them just enough to think that she likes them. Just and a then, bit. And then just like leaving them to hang out to dry. Yeah. Because anyone when they broke up, you know, and she they get she gets back to um, the room with everyone, and then the Chelsea thing. She's laughing at like, like yeah, I had to break up with him. She said, "You think he's gonna leave?" <laughs> like, it was just like, <laughs> like we had, I had to break up with him. <laughs> it was like, why is that funny? Well, he's like, in the other side, just sobbing. And it was also like the saddest thing ever. The way that he responded to getting broken up with was like a movie again another movie version of a He's guy a trying to play it cool like he goes i'm willing to give you my whole heart my whole soul my whole everything and she goes i really think that um, we should just really give each other give each other's energy to other people and explore other connections i'm sorry and he goes totally that's fine honestly i uh, that's actually great like honestly i'm so happy that this happened because it's like it was nice to know like you. it was so nice to meet you and like you're amazing and like i honestly i'm actually glad that we're breaking up because like i just honestly feel that like you know, it's just one of those things that it's just so awesome. And like, anyway, <laughs> it was really nice meeting you. I'm, ah, it's crazy. I gotta go. Ah, ah. Like, it was literally like that. It was literally like the way he responded was just like, oh, totally, totally. No, no, oh I was gonna God. say the same thing. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. Like, it was, <laughs> it was, it was brutal. so brutal. It was so brutal. And she didn't help within her commentary back with the women. Uh -uh. So then she starts to get to know Paul yeah, better. Paul. What Let's a character this her cat and Paul. Is. Okay, before we uh, dive into Paul, yeah. got to take a quick pause. So family, it is time to talk about Rocket Money. Listen, you hear us talking about Rocket Money all the time because it's absolutely wowed me. I will never forget the day I discovered Rocket Money and simultaneously discovered how many subscriptions I had signed up for that I was still paying for that I had no idea about. Okay. Yikes. But thanks to rocket money, I was able to cancel all of those subscriptions so easily. And I saved myself about a thousand dollars a year now. Easily. Easily. We are a house that uses rocket money. Rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, including us like that quiz app that tells you what kind of fish you would be. Uh, that ends up charging you monthly after the first 30 days. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any of you uh, that don't want to pay anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. And like I said, for me, it was more like 1000 So thank you, Rocket Money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com dot com slash mom dad that's rocketmoney.com slash mom dad rocketmoney.com slash mom dad 
So I cannot believe I'm saying this, but summer is on its way. <laughs> summer is on its way. And we all know the best thing about summer is getting to do all your favorite indoor things outside, like sharing meals together, watching movies, falling asleep on that sofa accidentally. Everything's better outside. And if you're looking to upgrade your backyard setup, look no further than Article. Article's curated catalog of outdoor furniture is here to help you get your dream setup. They've got everything you need to really make things your own from outdoor sofa to dining sets to decor. And by the way, Article's flexible range of styles means you, you can do more with the space you've got. Article's the best. Most of all of our furniture is from Article. It's sleek, high quality, and, and thanks to their online-only model, they have some seriously great prices. And their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. I am far from an interior designer, but I know whatever I get from Article is going to look good together because of this. Also, Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada, and they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time, and they'll send you updates every step of the way. Their customer care team, by the way, is phenomenal. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash momdad, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash momdad for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Article.com slash momdad. So here's the thing, Ev. Can we turn the air on? I know it's not going to sound great. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but we got to turn the air on. It's starting for the first time in LA in a minute. It's not raining and it is warm. It is warm, warm, warm. Okay, got the air ripping now. Yes, Sorry, okay. everybody, but I got to keep the air pumping yeah. or else I'm going to start Sweat to melt. City. Um, okay, next we have Paul. Yes. Now, Paul is an environmental scientist. He mm -hmm. is a very smart man. It's his identity for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. He definitely was sharing that with everybody, which granted, it's a very cool job. Yes. But Paul's going in and the first, you know, thing that we get to know about Paul is that Paul looks at this as an experiment. Mm -hmm. He says it directly in ITMs. He's like, well, this is an experiment of sorts. And yes. I believe that I could probably surpass the experiment. The experiment wouldn't work on me, but here we are. And the experiment is, in fact, working on me. So yes. I do approve of this experiment. God. <laughs> hate to say it like again you guys i'm not i'm trying to be positive <laughs> here okay i'm trying you know we got off the bachelor we had fun there were some moments of negativity but god damn this show is like if they they should call it they could call it, like try to be positive while watching this show because this guy and paul if you're listening man this is not like a personal <laughs> attack on you but your arrogance about that, your level of intellect regarding like because the way he talks to everyone is so condescending and so just like you know we are humans in this in this in this globe of extraterrestrial you know flailing through the yeah. galaxy and I'm just here to to observe <laughs> these these idiots you know what I mean be amongst <laughs> my my you know my glory. He's just got that energy. And it's just like, I, I might get proven dead wrong. And I'm sure a lot of people, I don't know. Cause I haven't been diving into people's opinions on the cast so far this season, but I bet there's a lot of Paul stands out there because he's a handsome guy. He's a handsome dude. He's very smart. He's very smart. Um, but I got to tell you, and again, might be proven very wrong. He to me is such a giant red flag because because the energy I got from him right off the bat was this is a man 
who is the absolute Brad Pitt of scientists. Yes. Like everyone else who he works with, like he is a fucking movie star, yes. rock star <laughs> god. You know, he's got the gorgeous curl that's coming down. Yeah. He's got a swag about him. I feel like he has a <coughs> cool style too. I feel yes. like he dresses like interesting and he well. He kind of had a pirate look at the end yeah, there. Yeah, he, he, he makes some like definite fashion mm-hmm, decisions mm-hmm. and I'm like, he is the king of the scientists, like physically. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you know that like everyone that he works with, all the, the women around well, him. Well, I'm no Paul, but I'd love to take you out on a date. <laughs> you know, like that, that's been said at his lab or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're just waiting for the women that Paul rejects and hopefully, yeah. but I would have just imagined like all the women that he's working with probably are like, oh my God, Paul, he's so hot. He's so smart. Right. He's got a swag about him. He does. And to me, I go, this is a red flag because I feel like Paul is going to be, that we will find that Paul is a, fuck boy amongst his science community. He definitely is. That's what I believe. So at first when Paul was in there, I'm like, I don't know about like what connection's going to work with Paul. And I will say truly him and Micah are the ones who walked away getting engaged. Yeah. I think they're perfect together. I think they're a match made in heaven. I think they're perfect together. It was funny as we were watching the show, we were writing some notes and I wrote down just like, Paul and Micah, perfect for each other. And then Jess like looked over at me like 10 minutes later, not knowing what I wrote down, was just like, I don't know how you feel, but I think it's a match made in heaven. And I'm like, yes. Perfect they're, for each other. They're both manipulative. <laughs> they're both game players. They're, yeah, I don't know if Paul, yeah, I'm, I'm no, questioning no, I'm if not Paul saying, is intentional about right. it. I don't know. Okay, well, they're both like. But he's a friend holding on me. Yeah, but they're both just like, they they have some traits that are a bit tough and they have similar traits and the fact that they're attracted to each other's energy, I think they're perfect for each other because they're kind of met each other's match. Yes. Like I do feel like they would chew and spit up other people on that show if they were dating them. But I feel like together they give each other a run. Like I feel like they're going to like, they're going to be able to, meet each other I on think, the battlefield. I think they're going to fight a lot, right. but I think it's going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, I met my person because I can picture them. I just, I see them in five years. They're leaving one of his science convention dinners, like a gala. Yeah. And I picture them like on the way home in the town car. Like I picture it, her being like, oh my God, Paul, you are so much hotter and smarter than all of those other people. 100%. But then them ramping each other up and it actually working out. Yes. Yes, and the one thing I will say that was different was that I do feel like Paul had much more empathy than Micah did. Because when yes, Paul broke up did. with Amber, uh, was it Amber? Yes. Yeah, when Paul broke up with Amber, he was like stressed about it. And then after he broke, he felt so bad. He did. He felt really bad. Versus Micah was like laughing and shit. So yeah. it's like there is a level of like, you know, like vicious or no. Micah might end up might Micah might end up hurting Paul yes. in the long run, but yes. I do feel like they'll work out and that they are a match made in yes, heaven. Yes, and they both were attracted. You know, you seem like when they met they met each other, they were attracted to each other. Yes. Um They so, were definitely vibing on each other physically, it seemed like. Yes. Uh when she said what would you do if you only had four weeks left to live? Or did he say that? Well, they, well, they were having that conversation. She did, I think. She brought that up. Because he goes, the cringiest line of all time, he goes, then I guess we'd just be in bed for four weeks. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Like, Hold on a second. Uh, that, was, that was the 
thing at the top about Paul mm-hmm. that I was writing down in my notes like violently. I was just like, this man makes everything a sexual yes. innuendo, which was again giving me the big fuck boy vibes, which I get as a flirtation move. But it, for me, it's a red flag where I go, oh, this just feels too smooth. And I just, I personally just, I don't like the smooth thing. I like the, the direct honesty vibe a little more. The other reason I think where I was feeling some serious red flag energy yeah. personally was when he was talking with Amber. So obviously Amber was yeah. Paul's other individual oh, yeah. that he was connecting with. And I was actually feeling a spark with them. I felt like they were having really good, fun, serious conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but at one point, Amber was talking about uh, her divorces and how she felt like, you know, she will, she doesn't want to ever be in a position again where she is not being treated the way that she should be treated and not being loved the way she should be loved. And she was really opening up. Yeah. And then Paul asked her, would you ever cheat on a spouse? And I thought Amber gave such a vulnerable, powerful answer because it was so honest. And she said something along the lines of that, it might've gone in that direction because she was, yeah, it it was in a situation where um, if it wouldn't have ended, it might've gone in that direction. So she doesn't think so, but you never know because it was fizzling out and you know, you'd hope it wouldn't go there, but maybe. And I thought that was such a honest answer because I think for so many people that can be the truth. Like your marriage is falling apart. You didn't cheat. But if someone says, would you ever, it's kind of like, well, I don't think so, but I don't know. This is the direction it was going. And he legitimately goes, huh, kind of a red flag. Yeah. And she had just opened up about a a hard part of her life. And then he let her know that she was kind of a red flag. And then she goes, hold on a second. I'm talking about the past. Like for, and I never did it. And And I never did it. it, And I'm just being vulnerable. And she's like, (laughs) now it's a hell no. I I would have like at this point now in my life, I would for sure end it before that would ever happen. But maybe in my younger years in this marriage, Mm -hmm. like if I'm being honest, I don't know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's like, now I'm feeling really anxious because of how you said that. And then he just kind of throws out, I just love who you are. And that that? to me was another moment where I was like, I did not like the way that he just goes "Uh, a red flag. And then she starts feeling anxious. And then he just throws in this band aid. Yes. I love who you are. She's like, what? Where'd that come from? Where did that come from? Where did that come from? Yeah. 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 It was very like, it was a setup. It was a total setup. And then she failed in his eyes. And then he was just like, interesting. The AI has not agreed to this. Exactly. You know, character, (laughs) you know, uh, you know, set up, but like, yeah, it was, it was just, he clearly was like, I like her, but I'm so drawn to Micah that I'm just kind of looking to poke holes well, in this then, situation. So it makes it easier when we do break up. And so when he ended up getting together with Micah at one point in the pods, uh, Micah game move. She says, well, like basically where are you at with Amber? Where are you at with Amber? She did that with both Paul and Kwame, which is like kind of acted jealous. And then they kind of got on edge, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is interesting. And Paul told her, I'm be honest with you. Amber and I have a really good connection. We're really deep. I feel like she's very intellectual and great. And we have this like intense connection. And Micah's response, she's like, whatever. Yeah, like fine. Yeah, fine. I'm going to go call Jim. 
Well, no, 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 no. You know, like she did that thing. She created that sense of I might lose her if I don't capitalize on this. She didn't go, well, what's better about her? Or like, how do we develop a connection? Or like, let me not worry about her and just worry about myself. She knows. <laughs> she knows that like if I create a sense of scarcity with myself, I will make them have to make a rash decision here. And in those panic moments, then we have Paul and Micah basically commit to each other yes. and say, we're done and yeah. we're not talking to our other people. Right. And Micah makes sure, she goes, Paul, are you going to really end it? Are you going to end it? How long are you going to take to end it? Are you going to continue to talk to this person? And she was like, you better get your ass in gear, which obviously then we saw him end everything with Amber and he was, it was rough. Micah ended it swiftly with Kwame, but they end up getting engaged then. He proposes to her. He lets her know that when he's in the presence of true love, it feels like the warmth of the sun on his body and they get engaged. Crazy. And like but, you but, said- But like, I think they're meant for each other. Like I there's think they're this meant thing for each other like, too. I think they're going to cause too much hurt with other people, but together they're, they're dialed. Like he said, when they had the reveal and they saw each other, he said, her makeup is perfect. Her dress is perfect. Her eyes are perfect. It's like, this is the prototype mm -hmm. that I'm looking yeah, for. This is the one I've designed. This is the one that I've designed. And this is what, who I was hoping to get to. And I think that she's like, he's hot. He's smart. Let's do this mm -hmm. thing. He's going to make some good other. money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He's going to make some cash. He's going to make some catch. Um, okay, should we talk about uh, Marshall and Jacqueline? Yes. Let's talk Marshall and Jacqueline. So Marshall and Jacqueline, I mean, I'm nervous with these two. Yeah, me too. That was a rough, when they met. I'm nervous with these you two. You could see, you could see the like, I love this guy. Physically, I'm not quite there. Maybe yeah. I'll get to it. Yes. And it was really rough to watch because the two of them had such an intense connection yes. in the pods. Yes. He was. He poured his soul. He poured his soul out. This man is a poet. He poured his soul out. He seems like the, the most wonderful man. By the way, cous cousin of Justin Glaze from Which The Bachelor. So we have reality TV yes. royalty in our midst. Like, let's see the TikToks that these men are gonna, going to create together. Audition, yeah. Will we see Marshall, if he doesn't end up with Jacqueline on the beaches in paradise? Oof. Will we have a crossover? Will Netflix and ABC decide to uh, join forces? I can see Justin and Jacqueline, <laughs> Well, that'll be an awkward family Don't dinner. Don't steal your cousin's girl. <laughs> um, but no, he, he was so honest. He was like, I've always been bullied for my emotions. I'm an emotional guy. I'm very passionate. I'm very emotive. So the fact that I can kind of just be myself and this person's accepting me for it. She was obviously torn between him and Josh. Josh kind of had a little bit more of the tough guy. She even said like tough guy personality. Yeah, he's got kind of bad boy energy. A little more bad boy energy. Yeah. She's like, that's generally what I'm attracted to kind of vibe. But this Marshall guy is really throwing me off my rocker. But he's also allowing me to be emotional and access things that I haven't accessed in years. So it was, it was a head. It was like a... It was like a, it was like a, what I'm used to versus my heart, which is my head. I need to go with what I know is good. She kept saying he's a quality man. I'm yes. going to go after what I think is a quality man. Mm -hmm. And that's that moment right there. I wrote that, that down. Yeah. I was like, he is a quality man. Mm -hmm. He is a quality man. He stood up for her against Josh when the, when the tough guy. So everything on paper with, with him is he's a great guy. The issue is you can tell that she is just like physically. There is, you could just, you could, she didn't say anything, but you could just tell from the way that she was reacting is it was like straight for the hug, 
and then it was kind of like a did they even kiss like maybe a smooch or two yeah some quick and little smooches she wouldn't really look at him no and then like the second oh, the God, doors closed my and he was being like real expressive and, and you could tell no, that she was, he was so stoked on her he Marshall yeah. was so stoked doing on spins her and I mean this she's and, stunning it's yes. like holy smokes and there was there was a little bit of energy what I got which was like. Dang, I've never dated a girl that is good looking before. <laughs> so he was like literally dancing for joy. Yeah. It was like it was like in the movies when um, you know, the girl or guy goes to the it walks out of the apartment and they do like a happy dance of they're so excited. Like we kissed each we other. Did yeah. it, and then the guy the, the guy or girl's still looking at them and they're like, oh, 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 like you shouldn't have seen how excited I am. He was doing that in front of her with no shame. She was like, I am trying really hard right now to like not getting my head about the fact that like maybe physically he's not my type like you, you could just see it because when they turned away and the doors closed he was looking directly at her celebrating and she is like you see all the kind of emotion leave her eyes as she turns I know, away i know i know and i'm like so i'm feeling devoed beforehand because yeah. first of all you just see it jacqueline tickles me she's so funny she charming, is awesome so stunning she the the whole time in the pods she's simultaneously vulnerable and calm and funny her itms are hilarious she seems like all the women it's love like if you have her. halitosis that's the only thing i can't get over <laughs> yeah, she's so like she's it's like, incurable that was funny as shit yeah, yeah, yeah and so she's so funny and charming and you could hear her when she was learning all these things about marshall and they were there's this deep connection in her itms she's like this is the guy for me, this is the type of man that I want to be with. And I so believe that they could be so, so good for yeah. each other. But I'm very, very, very nervous that he's just not quite. And even if it's not he's her type physically, maybe it's just the energy in person. You know, sometimes you even think someone's super hot. But just when you see them in person, all of a sudden something shifts. And you and I were talking. This show for me would be really fucking hard if I fell in love with someone and there's a fucking wall up. Mm. Okay. I would... 1000% picture exactly what they look like. And if that door opened for the reveal, even if the person was 10 times hotter than I thought they were going to be, if it was different than what I pictured in my mind the whole time falling in love, it would take me It would take me a while to get used to. Like I couldn't hop into Mexico and be like we're good. I'm ready to make out and like yeah. go there because I would have an image in my mind of who I was talking to. Yes. And like I said, even if the person was way hotter in person than who I thought when then what I thought they were going to look like, it would still be a it would be hard for me. Cuz I'm like I've picture things in my mind and yeah. I visually see like when I listen to audio erotica or like audio books yeah. I see the people and so I have a hard time. I'm one of those people who has a really fucking hard time uh, seeing movies after reading or listening to yeah. a book mm -hmm. because I'm like, I know exactly who I picture. And even if the actor is way hotter, I had an image in my yes. mind and I'm having a hard time shifting. And the opposite was for, or like the, the purest best outcome you could have ever gotten was Brett and Tiffany. Oh my God. Because they connect on the most mature level. There's no games. There's no back and forth. There's no BS. They're laughing. They're connecting. They're, they're strong. Their personalities are different, which is really cool. Like she's much more like outgoing and, and, yes. and like, let's talk about it. He's a little more quiet and reserved, but like intellectual. And she brings they're, that out of him. They're both beautiful. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so you're kind of on paper, you're like, this should work. And then when they meet, you're like, 
oh my god they, and they look at each other like you're perfect looking oh you're perfect it's like it could not be a better result let me say something about this love is blind couple if they don't work out in the end no one's working out love is dead yeah love is not blind love is dead love is dead call it there is no hope there is no hope I stopped watching the show yes because the moment those two were in the pods together I've been watching these watching the episode and I'm like this is so cringe city I can't take it it's so painful and then you see them and I'm like getting a little emotional watching this I mean the two of them immediately were so vulnerable and both of them just individually are such incredible people it's like magic he's pouring his heart out about his brother's you know passing about um (sighs) upbringing and And he's incredible what he did when he's an amazing yeah massive designer and he's working with these companies and like she's this badass saleswoman who's killing it and she's so you know she's so empathetic she would listen to him and smile and close her eyes listening to him talk about his struggles like they it was she's extremely empathetic and extremely there for him like that's that's some real king and queen vibes. Oh, you know what oh I mean? Oh, no. They are. They. And when he did things like he brought her the shoes, yeah. you could see like it meant so much to her. And he had like so much thought behind everything. Yes. And then seeing him even uh, on the men's side when he was talking to Marshall and he's and he's really struggling with putting himself out there because of what the hurt that he's experienced with his brother in the past and all these deep things. And Marshall's there and he, he's and Brett's crying and they're yeah. supporting each other. I was like, this is this yes. is the real deal. Real deal. And then also um, Tiffany saying like, this is so working for me because in real life, I might have written him off mm. because I'd be like, well, does he have a degree? And sure. then you have your checklist, you know what course. I mean? Especially the older you get, if you're in your thirties and you're single, you have a checklist of things you want. Cause you've like learned from things. You're all like, Oh, you have a checklist. He does this, this, this. And that's the way I think this show can absolutely work sometimes yeah. is that I think sometimes we create these checklists, checklists in our mind, which I think can be good, you know, because you want to have these specific things, but there are certain things on the checklist that it's like, listen, life's going to surprise you and you might not meet certain people. People that are wonderful and better for you if you're fixated on a checklist. A hundred percent. And before we move on to the final boss, the final boss couple, in my opinion, I do want to talk about the fact that Tiffany did something that I resonated with oh my God. on such a high level. Oh, uh, so she professes to Brett that she loves him. Yes. He then is like shook and just like, wow, I've never heard those words before, blah, blah, blah. And he starts going on a kind of a moment of like I'm now expressing to you how I feel he is opening up his he's soul opening up his soul after she told him that she loves him he finishes his thing and goes are you there are you there are you there and they pan to her and she's asleep <gasps> no <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and then you could clearly they had been drinking like maybe because like she there was a bottle of open bottle of tequila right next to her so clearly oh, they had been pouring cocktails or something yeah, and, and talking she, and drinking and who knows they probably were in that pod for like seven hours it's probably 10 o'clock at night even you know who knows but later but, i'm sure but it was so funny because she's out and she looks so blissful i just told my man i loved him. he's telling me he she's loves having me. the best night of sleep of her life she and had a little she, drink and she's finding out that she's in love and he loves her and she passes out and he goes are you there? Are you there? And he's devastated. He walks away, you know, back to the pot. Because back to he the was room. stressed he about was stressed. sharing it with her. Yes. And then she's dead silent. And he doesn't c- know that he that she's sleeping, yeah. by the way. As far as he can tell, she's either just sitting there and not knowing if she's gonna express it back to him or if she walked out because it was too much for her. He's right. not assuming she's right. sleeping. And what I just I just felt so seen <laughs> by that moment because that the amount so of times you. I used to be like the guy that used, like all my friends used to be like oh you like the sleep guy because I would just be like on a couch 
there'd be 10 people in a group and I would just go like this. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. That <laughs> and he I would fall, fall asleep falls asleep sitting up constantly. in the middle of a party. Like, and we have had so many conversations, you and I, especially like while we were dating late night. I'm on the couch Where we are listening, deep sorry. talking about our future and our love and I'd be in the middle of some rant and Evan would fall asleep in front of my face looking dead in my eyes. So let me, let me just make a decree here <laughs> to anyone who struggles with sleeping mid-conversation like I do. Because when you're a late night, you've had two cocktails, and someone starts going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. Jess can get a little chatty late night. Okay. Oh God, she I can love get, a late she night. She can talk. get real like 11 p.m. Just like, you know what's crazy? And I'm going like, <laughs> I'll wake up. Are you I'll be me? so tired all day, and then all of a sudden, yes. when we're right getting ready for bed, I get into bed and I sit up and I go. Oh my God, Evan, you know what I've been really feeling passionate about lately? And, and I'll go like, on some rant about uh, something that I read about for hours. So here's what you have to As do. As he's in bed, like so comfy, trying to stay awake. Take it from a pro. You have to sit up. Don't kid yourself, <laughs> Tiffany, and think that you have the power to lay down and listen. <laughs> you got to know, th know thyself. Sit up. Sit up straight. Put your hands in cold water. Do something to Especially keep it going. Especially after you have a couple going. drinks. Tiffany, you have you a couple can't drinks lay and lay down with a blanket on and you're trying to talk it's, emotional. It's over. It's over. You're it's out. Over. So anyway, I just wanted to sympathize with that and say that I feel you, Tiffany. I have done that many occasions. And Tiffany is my kind of woman because the second those girls came in she and they're like, like, Tiffany, mm. she she literally woke up mid-sleep and started singing and dancing yeah. <laughs> and I was like, she's ready for the party. I love this woman. I love this yes. woman. But then I was actually a little nervous. Feeling really nervous that Brett would be like really hurt by it because he's a sensitive dude. Yeah, for sure. And he he was so nervous about talking yeah. about it. So then they end up going in the pods, and she is panic. Yes, she is panic Panicking. spilling. She's like, I just want you know it meant so much to me. I, I your voice was so soothing and calm, and I was so happy. And, and yeah. then I fell asleep, and oh my gosh, it means so much to me. And I'm here for you, and I'll be with you for the rest of my life. And da da da. And he paused. He had that moment, and he was just like, We're gonna laugh about this one day. And I'm like, My man. That's, sure. That that is the couple forever. Yes. But when he said it's okay, yes, we'll laugh about this one day. He paused for a second and he literally said, "You there?" And all I could think about, oh god, was if all of a sudden she had fallen asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, and you know, this will be a, a you know a, a small thing in our in our long journey. Tiffany. She goes, yes, she's, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. But it would have been an unreal. They cut to her again. again. And she's like, just out. Oh, that would be I, so I was funny. just like cutting to a clip of him and then happening, it happening over and over yeah. again and then continuing to try to mend the relationship and then her always falling asleep. Always falling asleep. Always falling asleep. She just gets, she gets, because we have a friend that when they get anxious, they fall, they get, they get like tired and it's just over. Oh yeah. They pass out. So I, like, I relate to that yeah, for sure. Yeah, something so funny about someone who's like, oh, this is a lot. Just out. Yeah. I really am hoping that there is a moment that they can laugh about that yeah. during Mexico or some moment when they go back home with each other that she falls asleep again mid conversation. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Or she, she, yeah, she should she should play into it. She sometimes. should play into it because I feel like he just seems like the type of guy who would Could be able to it laugh off. it off yeah. and they'd have a good moment together. Yeah. But then funny. when they saw each other, they both were so oh into each gosh, other and they, the makeout session was they went direct makeout. It was, a hot, it was, it was a hot passionate. Makeout. It was yeah. like. It's everything. Yes. I love Amazing. it. Amazing. Okay, your final boss couple Oof, that to Irina you. and Zach. Oh my God. Okay. Zach is a unique character on the <laughs> highest level. Irina's a mean girl. 
Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Arena's just your classic, right down the middle, mean girl. Well, Arena was d- really devastating to me because at the very beginning when she had her ITM and she was talking about how she had had acne growing up and, and she then was feeling like what she so learned is that it's what's so important is not to judge the outside, but the yeah. inside is so important. I'm not just my, she said, I'm not just my skin and I'm not just my hair. That'll change. But like, like it's who I am deep down and inside. And so I thought later. Arena was going to be this like gem. And then all of a sudden she's just laughing at everybody. And, and I'm like, 10 minutes later, she's laughing while people are crying. I mean, there's she's clearly like, a lot of there's some pain stuff going that on needs there. to be, yeah. there's some serious therapy that needs to happen. Some, some work with like some maybe past pain that needs yeah. to be shoveled And then out. we got Zachary and Zachary's opening line is I'm a stripper. Like what? To all the women. They're like, what do you do for a living? He's like, I'm a stripper. Now the way that Zachary, the way that Zachary, the way that Zachary was leaning in the pod stripper (laughs) you (laughs) you know and it was just like okay at first I was excited at first I was like oh he's a stripper that's kind of cool I know I was stoked I was actually excited I was like oh that's a nice interesting kind of change up you know what I mean like I see what they're gonna do they're gonna say hey let's let's pull down the walls of your judgment maybe of the stripper title with this guy and you're going to have to kind of realize he's you know whatever and you're going to have to get to know him before yeah. you judge him because that one girl goes ew and like you know yes. what I mean so it's like they were shutting it up for like whatever preconceptions you have get rid of no it was just a fake thing he was doing to fuck with people no and he was just but the way he was leaning and then when they come in and he'd go I'm a stripper yeah stripper and then all of a sudden he goes actually I'm a criminal defense attorney and I threw myself off the couch and I said, no, 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 no. And then he wore on you. You guys, he got me. He got you. And Evan was there when I was yelling at the TV, I was lecturing. In fact, there was a moment where him and bliss were talking Mm -hmm. and he was talking about his special song with his mom. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's a line. He's using a line. And I thought I'm like, oh, and there was a moment too where someone said, did you say the same thing to Arena or the same thing to Bliss? And he was like, yeah, I said the same yeah. thing. And Oh, no, he, no, no. He gave he the, the teddy bear. Ralph. With the Ralph, yeah. the teddy bear to both of them. To both that's of them. And then Arena goes. Actually, when you actually think about how insane that is, that's amazing. He goes, he, he, he meets, he has a date with someone hands them his special teddy bear with this whole story around how it means so much to him. So he's willing to show his love to you for the teddy bear. He asks for it back and then gives it to the next girl as the same thing is a wild move. (laughs) And I'm like, I believed at first everything was aligned. He's just kind of like going to be this sleazy, whatever. And you guys judge me away. Judge away. I don't care what any of you all think, and I might definitely regret this later if some shit pops yeah, out. This is as of I the beginning of the episode. I have to tell four. you, but I also think this is probably an unpopular opinion, even yeah. three episodes in. I don't care. I like Zach. Yeah. Like, do I think that Zach makes some seriously terrible decisions? A thousand percent. I think Zach's got a lot of work to do to process in himself. There's a lot of hurt. We also found out about yeah. everything with his mom. Yeah. And then I started to think, the oh my fact God. That he was judged by like. But then I thought, at first I thought the whole stripper thing was like, he's trying to be this cocky yeah. dude. But then all of a sudden I'm like, when he says his mom used to be a stripper, I'm like, was this a test mm. to see how the women would react and how they would accept? And do I think that that's the right way to do it? No. But there's something about Zach. I like Endearing. it. I, I like that. Well, I think, I think his, it, there was something he's, there's something about him that's very honest and like he has these certain things, but then he'll realize like 
that wasn't working. So like he did this with it was either Irina or Bliss where he said, you know, he was basically saying I had this like stripper opening line. I kind of was trying to be this cocky guy. And then I realized that if, if I want this to work, I got to be vulnerable. And so they started opening up, opening up, opening up. And he still is, he's still awkward and he says things like brutally honest sometimes that are strange, but there is an endearing quality to him of like, he is raw and and open and honest to like a, a, a level that's I don't, uncommon. And it's like, I don't even care if, Everyone right now just dis- disagrees with me. There's something about Zach that I I just I I really like him. And then he and he, I want to the whole time I wanted to be an earpiece. I wanted to have an earpiece in Zach's ear and be like, "You're literally looking in the eyes of someone who is your potential soulmate." You guys got your special song together. Is it a song that? Not looking into the eyes, looking into the into the wall, into the wall of you guys are both owls. Apparently, you both feel like you're owls. You guys got all these wild things in common. Bliss is showing up for you and remembering your birthday, baking you you cakes and things. And then when you're expressing that you're feeling stressed about the fact that you that Bliss and Arena are are arguing, Bliss sits down with this woman who's being quite terrible and buries the hatchet for Zach and then lets Zach know. And when Zach's in the interviews, he's or talking with the men. He's saying there's some bliss. There's this deep soul connection. Her mind is so sexy. And he's there's- even saying to Irina, you're vicious. <laughs> you know what I mean? So oh my God. you think it's over and then he chooses her. You're like, whoa. And I, oh, I was getting so mad watching it. Cause I'm just like, this is, the most blatant like guy who's making the classic mistake. It was the Kwame mistake. It, it was, was the the, like, mistake. I'm getting caught up in this feeling of like a danger. Like I kind of am attracted to this like danger thing. And I'm wondering even like bliss is like so mature and so smart. And we have, can this, I like, add to this? Almost. Yeah. And it's almost yeah. a little bit like, I'm going to choose the, the one who I know everyone thinks you're vicious and I can kind of sense that too but I know your heart yeah, and, you're, I know no, the real and you're like, you. no, you don't. And there was a moment where he shared with bliss where he was like, I, I know her in a different way. Yeah. And bliss said to him, which God, she's fantastic. Bliss goes, you know, it's true. There are parts of her that you know that I don't see, yes. but there are parts of her that you don't see that I see. Right. So that was like, they were both, you know, mature and figuring it out. I mean, mature is a stretch, but like, she was mature and he was like meeting her in that space. Um, but, you know, he fell for the thing, which was like, maybe I'm going to get, maybe it honestly felt like maybe, maybe I'm going to get the mean girl from high school to like me. Yeah. It almost felt like that. Like I'll be accepted. Yeah. So then they meet each other. And I, I'm sorry. I just, Evan, I, I, I couldn't be more shocked that he didn't choose bliss. Yeah. Like that genuinely shocked me. I thought we're leading all the way up to this. And, you know, I thought they were playing with us. Yeah, maybe he's going to choose Arena, but he's for sure. I'm like, he's for sure going to choose Bliss. Yeah. He's for sure going to choose Bliss. And I'm like, my guy, you keep making mistake after mistake. And I want to be there and support you, but you're making all these fumbles. But then, like I said, there's moments where you peep and you kind of see where then Bliss said something about like the family probably not liking anyone. And then you saw his insecurity come out where he's like, families have judged me before. There was just a lot of yeah, hurt with Zach. Hurt. There's a lot of hurt. And like, again, therapy that probably needs to be done in conversations, but there's that hurt and it makes, Pain. and it made my heart hurt. And I just, I like Zach. Yeah. I feel bad for him. And like, you know, oh, he's got so many defenses, so many like 
thinks he's built. And then Zach proposes to Arena. Oh, yeah. Whoa. With the song. Oh, you guys. Let's just put, let's just leave, <laughs> let's just lift up a prayer to the awkward gods. Just just we need to do like a sacrifice or some sort of like sacrament or I don't know what you call them, but because it was one for the ages. Acapella. I, you know what all I could think about was Kwame and Zach definitely were on the man side of the pods writing these songs together. Yeah. And I just wish we would have seen the writing session that was going down and what the other guys were thinking when they saw these men decide to essentially propose with song. It was strange. The thing that I'm always blown away by, it would be like if me, this is a weird analogy, but this is the best thing I could think of. Like I am not a visual artist at all. I'm not good at drawing. I'm not good at painting. I'm not good at any of that. It's like if I painted a picture for you and you got, you got it and you open it up and it's a stick figure. And it's just this like circle body on grass and then like the sun. And I said, I drew a portrait of you. <laughs> that is literally what it was like for these guys to sing. And I just am like, why would you go with something you're so bad at? Do something you're good at. Like, I'm sure you have some hobbies or some skills. You know what I mean? That you could do. Let me tell you something about Zach. Zach likes to play with melodies. He's shifting all over the place. His <laughs> melodies were all over. It's very Bob Dylan. Actually. It was actually, Maybe you know what? Prolific. You know what? I, I can't, I'm, I, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Hated it because I hate a serenade more than anything. I've now listened to it about three times. <laughs> kind of slabs. That's just because you like him now. That's because you've forgiven him I, I, for all his awkwardness. I, I, I kind of love it. Like, it's not they even a song. Like, you can't even write that. A blonde stone. Yeah, like, yeah, come see, on. Let's, we got to rewrite yes. it. We got to get you gotta get the big bands out there. Just have some huge, huge guitars. Just if that was the case, I would agree. But he's <laughs> not even singing a song. He's like talking. He's just like, and I, and I, and I, and I. Yes. All of a sudden, he's just like, yeah. I, yeah I don't know, man. <laughs> what, what, what would you have thought brutal. if all of a sudden he would have come out and like slayed a song? Like, what if one of these guys would have come out and crushed the song? See, I would have been like, whoa. The girl would have been like, what? Whoa, secret talent, hot. I would have still been the opposite so way. uncomfortable. That was like if you were like, hey, babe, you want to come watch me play basketball? And they're like, yeah. And he's just going like this, ding, 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 with one arm. And he's like in the wall. And then everyone's stealing the ball from away from him. And he's just going, ding, ding, ding. And he, didn't, like, he tries to, he tries to like, like throw the ball to get it. And he just goes, Ugh! and it just goes over the hoop into like the next door neighbor. And he's looking back at his girl going, yeah. <laughs> Don't you like watching this? It's like, it's or, literally that. It's literally or, being like, yeah, I like trying to throw a ball and it just like or, goes two feet and it's like is it like karaoke when you know when you go to karaoke with someone and they are really good at karaoke and it's so awkward because they're really good at karaoke and the best people to go to karaoke with are terrible singers yes but that but you're still like you're still like <laughs> bragging and you're still like brag like this is literally like being like come watch me be awesome and you're the worst at it of all time Understood. Here, Truth of the matter is this. That, that, like, uh, that alone for Irina. She must have, you know what? Honestly, I think it was. I think during the song, you could see her cringing, dying inside. I think Irina was going, I don't think I'm ready to be off the show yet. No, Irina wants to be famous. She wants to be famous. She wants to be famous. So she was 100%. already just like, oh, yeah. okay. No. Now, I will tell you this. No matter how much I was in love with someone, 
and feeling someone in the pods and giving them all my dramatic energy and being like, I feel you all over yeah. me, in me, in my skin, in my heart, in my soul. If they would have all of a sudden started to sing at me during the proposal, I would have ended it. Done. No questions asked. I would have been like, listen, you someone call me else. You a Blarney Stone, listen, dude. Listen, You're gone. Listen. You'll find a Chelsea who's going to orgasm to this. They're out there and they're going to love it. But for me, we're never going to work out never. because this is, we, we have, we speak a different language of love. My friend, I think it's a trust thing. I can't trust you anymore. <laughs> you, if you're willing you. to think this is good, I can't trust you. I cannot, I trust cannot you. put my life and possible children <laughs> in your hands. One yeah, day. It's like, what else are you going to sing for? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else, what else are you going to do? That's going to let, if you're this blinded, this means that there's going to be many things down the road that are going to be problems. Like we, I, all I can think about is then my my next birthday that we're celebrating together at a restaurant and you're going to be the guy who's publicly going to stand on top of the table and serenade me in public in front of everyone where I'm begging you to stop because like, I hate it and nobody anymore. likes what's going on yeah. and you will continue doing it. Okay. The final moment. Arena and Zach are coming face to face. Now this is after Arena has let Zach know when Zach is in between Bliss and Arena, who you should have picked Bliss. Yeah, obviously. Zach, obviously Bliss was wonderful. One, a wonderful woman. Yes. And she let you know all the things that Arena was doing that were not nice. And she literally used the word mean. This is a mean person. And then Arena tells Zach that she will always love him and that it doesn't matter what he looks like. It doesn't matter if she says something like if he's a nerd, if he's tall, if he's short, doesn't matter. She'll always love him. And then they come face to face. And I want to say to anyone listening, if you didn't start watching episode four, skip this part. Okay. Cause we're about to, because we had to watch. We watched like the first five minutes. Just the first see, five just minutes the of episode four. And then we stopped, but we had to see them meet. So skip this. This man and woman come face to face. Yeah. And this is the meanest interaction I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's probably one of the meanest I've ever seen. Lee. They walk up to each other and this woman doesn't pretend like she kind of is into him physically and then like say mean things in the ITMs. She doesn't even look at him and say, you're not really my type. She starts saying like, Oh my God, do you ever blink? Why are you staring at me like that? You're so creepy. He goes, can I get a kiss? And she goes, mm, hugs for now. And they're, 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 they're getting engaged. They're engaged. Oh they're engaged. This is right after he's proposed to her. He gives her the ring and she goes, hugs for now. And then she sits down and she goes, you look like a cartoon character. Because <laughs> now I will say this. Now, now, obviously this is the meanest thing ever, but I will say this in her defense, he was, or in the defense of him and her or whatever, he was acting extra strange. Like He was you, nervous no, but I'm just and saying, it was awkward he, for but sure. But I'm just saying like in the pod, he was much more natural. Yes. In this in this case, he was stuck. The smile was stuck. The smile was stuck. And he wasn't blinking. The so it was, was it was a lot, but it's like. it was. But it was so mean to say. She goes, you're creepy. She's like, you're he, creepy. she's like, you're creepy. And she's like, you're creepy. You look like a cartoon character. And then 
Zach goes, in the I ITM. I think that might have been a compliment. Yeah, in the ITM, Zach goes, I, 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 I'm assuming it was a compliment. Like, there's no way she could be that mean. Like, oh, the he, cope is real. Oh, <laughs> my God. And he, you know, you know, in his in his mind, he's thinking, maybe she's thinking I look like, you know, like Captain America. Or yeah, like, 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 like Spider-Man, the cartoon. Cartoon? Like a Superman? No, like the Joker. Oh, my God. God, because he was kind of giving Joker energy a little bit. He was a little bit turned. Like he was a little, I, yeah, like he was yes. a little, he was a little like stuck in this like. I my don't, guy, like, my guy was nervous. He was nervous, and I and I did want to again. I did want to be the the in his ear and going Zach, deep breaths, breathe Zach, Zach, breathe. Can you imagine saying this to somebody? It's the rudest shit of all time. It was the meanest thing I've ever. Like, heard. All you gotta do is just chill for a second and be like, hey, it's so nice, and then go to overtime. And be like, hey, if I'm just being super honest with you, I want to slow this thing down. But she was just panicking and going, you're you're, like it was the rudest thing I'd ever seen. Because I I thought that Irina was rude around Micah, but I thought that she would fold. Not around my. I think she got worse. No, but I just was shocked. Yeah. That she, I thought she would have folded. Yeah. But the fact that she got, she was like that mean, especially someone. And then who in had, ITMs, she said something like, "I'm gonna have to get used to the fact that he doesn't look normal." Yeah, or she said you like don't look that? normal, and I was like, for oh someone who went on this whole rant about like that's the thing, like my skin and accepting me for who I am, and I'm not just my looks, and that then to, then to go off on this person for their looks and call them names and everything. Oh my god, real brutal, brutal. shit. Man. Again, on, brutal. and then and then cut to her like an hour before in the pods being like, "It doesn't matter what you look like, I'll always be there for you." And then yeah. your first response is making fun of the way that this man looks. Granted, even though. He isn't breathing in the smile of stuff. He wasn't giving great smooth energy. He wasn't giving smooth energy, but you know, give him time. <laughs> give him time. Let him lose. Let the let the smile crack. Let him. Let the eyes let him, blink. Let him. Let him. You know, shake it off a little bit. Shake it but off. Obviously, there's no way that works. No. Now, what I'm having wild, anxious energy about is these next few episodes. I know. It's get heavy. I love listen, it. I know my guy Zach. Okay, I know my guy Zach. My assumption is that Zach is going to try everything he can to win over Arena, and she is going to continue to be so mean to him, and it is going to be so painful to watch as he awkwardly pours out his heart because it's awkward when the person isn't res responding, and I feel like he's going to be more over the top because she's not accepting it. And the idea of them sleeping together alone for the first time is keeping me up at night now, okay? Well, she's going to be like, can I get an Alaskan king bed so she can sleep <laughs> on the far end? Like, that's exactly what she's going to be like. Don't even touch it's me. It's keeping me up at night, and I'm worried for my guy. Yeah. And here's the thing, Zach. I think I love you, you know? Yeah. So far, what I've seen, you, I wish you, the best, you, 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 you got me. But here's the thing, my guy. You made the wrong choice. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe he'll You made the wrong that. choice. Yeah. I believe with my heart and soul deeply that bliss would have seen him and embraced him with love and that it would have been great. I, yeah. I do believe that. I do believe it. Even if he was a little awkward, I think bliss is the type of person yeah. who sees past that moment and goes, I know that guy who I met behind the wall and he's going to be great. Mm. And that's on you. Zach, you made the wrong choices on you, but it was so mean. Brutal. Oh, well, well, I mean, I will say this: this show gives you, as you can tell from how long we, how long this episode <laughs> yes, is already, that like there's so much to talk about, and we will get better. I promise at <laughs> keeping things concise. It may be in order, an order, an order. But this was our first one, and it's a lit show, and we're very excited. So please watch along with us because we are having a blast. I with think this I'm one. gonna have to watch the next few episodes like tonight. I don't think I'm gonna it, be able to resist. Like, if uh, I'm being honest with you, it's a little bit like um, you know when something smells bad but you can't stop smelling it. <laughs> That's what this show is. 
this show is is absolutely hideous, but I love it. It's like you're just it's like a oh god, you, you can't look away from the car wreck. You know what I mean? This show is a car wreck for sure. And now it's gonna be so hard to stop at the next three. Mm-hmm. But I think what I'm gonna have to do is as soon as we end recording, I'm just gonna have to binge the next three and then stop quickly, yes. and then we'll record, you yes. know, later. Agreed. But oh my but, god, I'm I, I'm really loving yes, it. Yes, me too. Me too. So tune in next Wednesday for the recap, I believe, of four, five, and six. Yes. Now again, there's a chance that we watch we might push to seven. four, five, and that's plenty, and right. then we might have to so we'll 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 keep you updated. You know, because if there's too yes. much that we got to get through, then we don't want to skip by anything. And worst case scenario, if you watch four, five, and six, and we only cover four and five, then you've seen it anyway. So we're and good. then you'll know when we're dead wrong about exactly. tons of things. But I feel pretty good about my predictions. Mm. My prediction is this: Let's predict our couples quick okay. right now. Okay, Irina and Zach absolutely break up. Hundred uh, percent. I think in Mexico, no, they're, not, probably. they're not breaking up. They're not even getting. They're to not the getting. Next getting day. Day. I think yeah. in Mexico, they're done. Uh, Tiffany and Brett obviously married for the rest of their lives, children, grandchildren, the whole yeah. thing. Um, I think that Jacqueline and Marshall get to the altar and break up okay. at the altar. Okay. I think the same thing happens with Kwame and Chelsea. Okay. I think they get to the altar and I think they break up at the altar. And I think that Paul and Micah get married. That's the, that's my guess. What about you? Okay. What about you? I agree with everything except Paul, Micah, Kwame, and Chelsea. I okay. think that there it becomes a situation with Micah and Kwame. So what do you think happens? Do you I think, think that-, that Kwame gets in the presence of Micah. He starts to lose it for Chelsea. Ch- Kwame, uh, Ch- uh, Micah likes the attention she's getting from Kwame. Okay. Uses it as leverage against Paul when Paul and her are having issues. And there becomes this weird moment when Kwame is just at the beck and call of her. Okay. She then flirts with him, makes Paul jealous, and it becomes this like problematic triangle. And then um, Chelsea's just kind of left in the wings, like feeling betrayed. So do you think all they all break up then? Yes. Before they get to the altar. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I don't think they make it. All right, sir. Let's see. We shall see. <laughs> we shall see. It's going to be awesome. Should we do a call home wait. before yes, we move Yes, let's okay. do a call. Ho- let's do a call home. And remember, also next week, Love Is Blind, and then Friday, our first every other second episode of the week. Yes, <laughs> I don't know how you say that. Yes, the second and fourth week of every month is, this, is we're doing two episodes. Fridays, Fridays, yes. Fridays, Fridays. All right, let's do some call home. Remember, you can always call hi mom and dad rachel here this is a parenthood question uh i'm new to motherhood my daughter is seven months old and already i would describe our bond similar to what evan has described just your bond with ember um first of all my daughter was born on my 30th birthday so we have that going for us but i literally waited my entire life for her like she is my person Ah, oh gosh i'm gonna cry (laughs) but i just our souls are like so connected um Okay, Whoa. question. Just wondering how you guys navigated through this early stage of parenthood. You know, 
finding time for each other and for yourselves Mm -hmm. my husband and i are sort of just in survival mode trying to sleep through the night and give her new foods and yada yada all that fun stuff so you guys are literally goals so i have to know how you guys navigated through early stages of parenthood all right love you guys so much bye rachel uh someone's gonna be a good mom uh, someone's already a great mom. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Rachel, you're making me cry over here. Um, wow. Well, like Evan said, first and foremost, you're an amazing parent. Yeah, get rid of that. Get rid of that <laughs> as, just, an, as a doubt or a problem in your brain. That's done. And, and know that your child will so inherently deeply feel how much you absolutely adore them. So just know yeah. that. And any moments where you feel like, oh, I'm making a mistake, like... You're doing an amazing job. Um, wow. Well, I'll say this. You heard Evan and I at the top of the episode. We were just talking about how we haven't been good about date nights and mm-hmm. about, you know, making that time through the chaos. So I appreciate you saying goals. That means a lot. But the truth of the matter is there's a lot that's got to be worked on behind yeah. the scenes all the time. Um, one of those things being time together Yeah. Um, outside of, Uh, parenting and work in those chaotic moments. I would say the, the thing that really helped me the most, especially in the early stages where it felt like, how am I going to make time for this? Like, I feel like honestly, there's not a blip or a moment or a pause in this. First of all, be great, be gracious with yourself and know that if you don't have time to make that happen, that don't beat yourself up about that. Just take it day to day and think, okay, you know what? I'm going to make, I'm going to be very intentional today about attempting to make sure that my husband and I, we sit down uh, and have dinner together tonight. Even if it's just for 45 minutes that we'll do that tonight at home, no screens, have that time together and try to have those little moments here and there. Um, but don't beat yourself up if that doesn't happen because it is a tough time right now. But the other thing that really helped me process is always remembering that one of the best things you can do for your kid is to provide a happy parent for them. And a happy parent looks like somebody who has their, uh, who's continuing to have their own interests and their own passions and their own identity and their own relationship with their partner. So I think something that helped me in those moments where all of a sudden I'd be like, do I feel this mom guilt of going on a date night with my husband right now or going out and seeing my girlfriends instead of spending the time with the kiddo? It's like, listen, it's important for your child to see their parent happy and fulfilled and who they are and their identity and they'll love you for that. And I think that that was something that helped me remember to do that even in small doses in those moments when I could mm. um, and helped sometimes with my guilt that it's like, no, this is, this is good for my parenting yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything she said, um, I'm not going to give you like my advice would be like more relationally. I think that you guys can navigate that in your own way, but my thing would be minimize stress so don't try to be everything to everyone, to your child, to everything. It's like slow it down. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. You don't have to go to every every holiday. You don't have to go to every birthday. You don't have to go like slow it all down. Uh, if someone gives you pressure, that's on them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's good advice. And also, uh, don't try to be the perfect parent because this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. So like, 
don't think that like the first five months you got to like have every perfect diaper changed and every perfect you know mechanism at your house to take care of the baby in the most perfect it's like just marathon it one day at a time take your time minimize stress mm -hmm. slow it all down yeah you know what i mean and then you then you'll be able to kind of get through it without feeling like you're failing if you're not putting all these expectations on yourself and like well i saw on instagram that this woman you know took her child on a marathon Right. Four days after they were born. <laughs> right. It's like all that stuff. It's just like people have these expectations of what you should be doing and slow it way down. Mm -hmm. And just like day at a time. And one I one thing at a time. I yes, I completely agree with that. And also I think that a lot of people and I'm guilty of saying this myself because I do think it's true. Um, you know, a lot of people will say, Oh my gosh, it goes by so fast, soak up those moments. Um, and sometimes it feels really impossible to soak up those moments because you're like, the I'm too stressed. So there's tired. too much. I'm too tired. or There's just too much going on for me to even think about soaking up those moments. So I would just say, do what feels like what Evan was saying, like, do what feels right to you in that moment. Like you clearly, you're a wonderful person. You're an amazing parent. Trust your intuition and let yourself be led by your intuition of like, you yeah. know what? Today, I'm staying home all day. I'm leaving the house an absolute disaster for the next week. Or I'm feeling like going to this holiday, I'm going to go. Or last minute, I'm not going to go. And not allow that pressure. To let your intuition lead you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to be fine. Trust trust yourself. You, you can, can tell cry, by, the, by the love. By the love <laughs> in your voice, you're good. But I, I, what, I, what I would probably think is you're going to struggle with being too perfect mom and you probably just need to go there's gonna be nice like, i'm gonna go with my girlfriends and just have a drink mm -hmm. and i don't feel guilty about leaving your child or all that stuff you know that you can just kind of feel so take care of yourself you yeah. know you're yeah. clearly going to take care of your baby so That's just for sure. don't forget yourself one thousand percent well we well, love you we love you we, we love, love you all. all we'll see you next week we'll for some more week. love is blind love and is our blind. first uh Second episode. Wait and see what we talk awesome. about. And let us know what you all want to hear about, who you yeah. want to hear from, people for us to interview, all that fun stuff. So we love you all. We love you all. Bye. Bye.